This episode of Real Life Sci-Fi is brought to you by Epic Reads and the new sci-fi fantasy Heart of Iron by Ashley Poston. New York Times bestselling author Victoria Schwab says Heart of Iron delivers a delightful cast and non-stop thrills. The pages flew by and I couldn't put it down. Don't miss this epic adventure perfect for fans of Six of Crows and Firefly. Pick up Heart of Iron today. Available now wherever books and audiobooks are sold. Do you do audiobooks? I tried, but the one that I tried to listen to was too quiet, and I was cooking. (laughs) Feral Audio. Welcome once again, thanks for clearing your throat, <laughs> to Real Life Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie. I'm Wade. I'm Willie. And today we're, we're going to be talking about ghosts with our buddy Jeff Davis. Yeah. How are you, buddy? I'm great. It's good to be here in the uh, in the sexy confines of Willie's bedroom. <laughs> it's like a acidy kind of... This is what I imagine a huge van. If you owned a van, it would look like this inside. I've always yeah. wanted a van. It's like Pee Wee's Playhouse in the seventies. You can see something. with a really good Ford Econoline line with like the bubble window and the whole the whole mural on the side. Yeah. What mural would you have on the side of yeah, a van? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I think it would be me, like He Man style. You, nice. I like like raising the sword over your head? What yeah. about a chick? And would then there be just a like weird creatures like, below like the bottom. Like a foot on head. a skull or something like that. Like <laughs> yeah. Would, yeah, like you've just vanquished something. But an alien skull. <laughs> an alien skull. And and yeah, the, I mean the thing would is, be sexist about it, and have some kind of scantily clad babes laying around. Or? I'm I'm not against that, but if I did, I feel like uh, I'd have have to have a lot of discussions about it. Who's that? An ex girlfriend? Right. Why is she Why is she redhead? Do you would like redheads? Would it be an ex girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd probably be no. I just put if a. We're gonna be an ex girlfriend. Which of your ex girlfriends <laughs> would be? Hmm. <laughs> You don't have to answer that. No, I'm just trying to think. I met Charles Barkley through a weird set of circumstances in Portland, Oregon years ago. And we were going to go to another bar, and he had a fucking van. The van rolled up. It was, the bar was only three blocks away, and he's like, no, you're rolling with me, baby. And, he, and a black A-team-looking van yeah. rolled up, and the side panel door comes out, and it was all swanky inside. I'm like, fucking yeah. Like, yes, Charles Barkley does have a van. That's terrible. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Mine would be like a cowboy riding on like a metal horse that's floating. Wow. With like rockets propelling the metal that. horse. That's great. Is that is that how you see yourself? Yeah, kind of like a, uh, a future cowboy. Now, my understanding of this uh, this podcast is that you are the non you're the skeptic. Yeah, and yet you see yourself in a fantastic futuristic. <laughs> you got a dream, man. Okay, that's good. None of that's real. None of it's real. That's what imagination is for. And, you, and so you're saying that all of this hooey and claptrap is all just r- imaginations run run wild. Yeah, for the most for the most part, and crazy people just being crazy. There's no conspiracies or anything kind of fantastical or some sort of anti non scientific stuff that that, that was ever you thought. Maybe? I think the closest I come is today's topic, the ghosts. Ghosts. Except for then I don't because then you would have to believe in God. Right, you'd have to believe in like an afterlife. I watch a lot well, of this, I watch a lot of like a lot of science documentaries, like you know, you're through the wormholes and how the universe is made and stuff like that, and like all the Stephen Hawking's bits and things. And you, you, they also a lot of scientists do have kind of a mystical 
aspect to them because they like they are searching for things like the god particle and stuff like that. I think yeah. that you, someone said a long time ago in, well, in a book. I think it was called "Who's Afraid of uh, Schrodinger's Cat." And they're kind of breaking down science and like quantum theory in layman's terms. Mm -hmm. And maybe it was, I don't know if it was in that book or not. It was a long time ago. But someone said like, you're looking for these particles and then that particle is made of smaller particles. And like, you're going to keep finding these smaller and smaller yeah. particles. Like, And this is before we knew about the Higgs boson and all that stuff. Um, and someone said, if you had the most powerful telescope in the world, this is to a quantum scientist. If you had the most powerful telescope that you could possibly have, what do you think you'd be looking at? And he said, the face of God. Because that's what, at some point, you're like, well, something has to bind all this shit together. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, for, that's a lot of the scientific Which text. is, I mean, that's... Well, here, here's my, I mean... I, 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 I think he meant like a guy with a no, beard. No, he's... Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Which would be cool, though, if the smallest thing... Oh, cool. Uh, should face. I tell people about this? I might get killed. <laughs> uh, I, I, like, if you... I, I consider myself a scientist, as my, and um, I, I really do. <laughs> I can see that by your bedroom. <laughs> this place just screams logic and reason. <laughs> There's more unicorns and, and, and Mexican wrestlers in this place than one could really imagine. <laughs> An action figure, just so many action figures. There's a, a hot pink tiger rug. I love it. I, I just think that if, if you think that the world is infinitely large, which it, it seems to be that way... Mm -hmm. In order to believe that, you have to also believe that it's infinitely small. And, you know, they they do keep finding smaller particles. And they do. It's weird because we have all these, you know, it, it all comes down to the same, the general relativity versus quantum quantum theory. They're so different from each other and they don't apply to each other. And it's like you get into quantum theory and then all of a sudden there is no matter because there's more space in within the matter than yeah, that stuff is so above my pay grade. I don't know. Let's talk about ghosts. Anything. Let's like, let's do what we came here to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I guess but I was trying to lead is, that my... into um, the fact that science, uh, uh, what we what we deem as science, is something that you can test and um, and you can repeat the test to prove evidence of. And that and there never really is good evidence of ghosts. But they're also in my in my mind um, the way that you see. All of our science is just based on what we can see, and we can't see everything. And I, I but you, like you said, but if if if, if the universe and you know, the multiverse or whatever it is is, is infinitely large, then it it has to involve infinite possibilities. And the idea that I don't know, I, I, I think it'd be comforting to think for scientists and for a lot of people that, that that everything would eventually be provable and everything could be quantifiable and we could know why we're here and know what it's all about it's comforting for other people in the absence of that information to say oh, there's all kinds of stuff that we don't know about there's god and there's 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 the devil and there's ghosts and there's there's unexplained phenomena that make sense out of life and death and that's, mm -hmm. you know, and that's um which is why in my couple experiences that i've had with for the lack of a better term, seem kind of ghost-like, um, <laughs> which is what I, in which I, I don't necessarily believe or disbelieve in. Uh -huh. um, I, I don't think I go to a place of oh, there's dead people here because that's comforting to me to know that that we that life goes on and that that you know spooky specters can come back and hang around. Like that's that's not where my mind goes to. I'm, I think I'm too skeptical and logical for that. So what would you then say? Well, do you want to tell a story? I mean, I feel like, now have I I've told stories in Harmontown before. Would it be okay to repeat? One? Yeah, I feel like we. I mean, that don't shows have those listeners. That shows not that <laughs> I don't popular, know, I, right? Dustin, did I tell the one about? 
about Pacific Dining Car, the restaurant downtown on Harmontown? Okay, here's a, here's one. I think I've heard this. Um, there's a restaurant on Six and Whitmer. Hey, wait. I'm going to assume you don't have any ghost stories, Wade. Me? Yeah. I have nothing right. like a ghost Go ahead. story. <laughs> also, I've always wanted to have a ghost story. I thought, I, because like, I've stayed in places. Like, oh, you know, this place is really haunted. And I'm like, so you stay. I was a kid. I'd stay awake and go, if there's a ghost, I want to see it. Right. Um, but I don't like, I don't like, I'm not like a crackpot in the sense that I, I think that there's <coughs> poltergeists and there's people walking through walls dressed as nuns and shit. But, <laughs> however, okay, so one night, there's a, I, it's, there's a restaurant called um, Pacific Dining Cart. If you've not been to it, you must go if you're in Los Angeles or visiting. It's giant oversized rail cars. Have you guys ever been there? No. It's, it's 24 hour fine dining. It's really, really, really good food, but also it's open all night long. And I've never been there in my life up until the last couple of years before like 3 a.m. because the bars would close down. Yeah. Like on, in like Echo Park or wherever. And then we would just hop down Boedry and go downtown and go to this place. And the guys wear like, you know, dinner jackets, tuxedo style dress, and everything's freshly made. And it's really cool. And so you're in these big oversized chairs. And in the middle of the night, there'd be like you, maybe like a rap group that just signed a deal over there, and then some off-duty, like <laughs> for real, and so like off-duty police officers over there, like 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 plainclothes detectives or whatever. And in the morning, which I hadn't gone to in a long time, is the bar is the club car, and they all kind of spoke off each other, so it's not like the thing is very linear. Like one car goes to the left, and you have to go straight, and then to the right to get to the bathroom, and then the club car is over there. Uh-huh. And in the morning, I sat down there once. And without any dialogue at all, there was like three other people there. And I think a lot of journalists go there from the like LA Times and stuff. Yeah. And because uh, everybody's reading a paper in there. And there was golf on kind of quietly. And the old bartender came up and he just kind of gave me a look. And I didn't say anything. And so he just started making me a Bloody Mary. And then, but he, and he put a hot newspaper in front of me, like, like just off the press is kind of like, it was like <laughs> so a, this is like six in the morning or no, something? No, no, I mean, it, was, it wasn't literally hot, but it felt like, oh, like here's, yeah, yeah. Here's, here's, here's a paper that hadn't been wrinkled yet. Like it's just boom. Um, and so it was like, it's just a cool old school place. I love going there, but we'd always go there in the, in the middle of the night. And I'm talking about for many years, I had never been there at, at any other time than like in the middle of the night. And one time I'm there and they all knew who my name and like the, some of the waiters knew who I was and what I'd order. And it occurred to me that I'd never been to the bathroom there. So wait, was the Bloody Mary guy a ghost? No, no, that was a real. <laughs> that, was okay. a real that was a real bartender. So he just I knew. Mean, look, hey, he might have been. <laughs> um, that's why his newspaper was so hot. Um, he, I, I, I go, oh, shit, where's the where's the restroom in here? I've never never actually been. So I asked the waiter, I'm like, where's the restroom? And he goes, you, you go up the way you came in, then make a left, and it's on the right. So I'm walking around there, and it's like three four a.m. And there's not not really many people in the place, and certainly not in that area, because they don't seat you over in that area in the daytime. And there's a young Latino guy vacuuming up the carpet near the restroom. And so just a kind of going on. And I walk into the restroom, and he just kind of, we just make eye contact. He looks over at me, and he's kind of looking at me. His vacuum's mm-hmm. going back and forth. And I see him, and he's, but he's just kind of staring at me, like not in a weird way or a threatening way or a creepy way. He just kind of was just kind of looking at me. Uh huh. And he was the ghost. And I kind of no, he, <laughs> not, every, not everybody in the story is a ghost. There also might not be a ghost in the story. Oh right. Um, anyway, so he he kind of maintains eye contact with me for a, the few seconds it takes to walk by him. But he kind of just maintains this eye contact as I walk in. And I kind of give him a nod like guys do to each other. Yeah. And I go in there. Addy. And I pee. And, uh, and then I'm washing my hands. And I'm the only person in there. And I can still hear outside the from the vacuum cleaner. Yeah. And I'm washing my hands. And I look up in the mirror, as you do, and uh, when you're vain, like me. 
and uh, <laughs> you got to check your teeth. And something, a figure, a black kind of figure, some some like shadow goes behind me, like the size and shape of a somebody moving behind you, and it fast. And so I just fucking turn around, whoa! Like it scared the fucking life out of me. Yeah. And there was nothing in there. But it kind of gave me the the, the heebies because it just felt like somebody was just like like coming up behind me or something like that. But it was like they were going straight across the the, the frame behind me in the yeah, yeah. in the mirror. And so I look around, just and, like in the fucking movies, huh? Just like in the movies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, where they cross frame. What's that, what's that one? Is it, is it an Exorcist where there's the, the she's the nurse is walking way down the hall and then and she comes way back up the hall. And then the thing comes out. This like shadowy figure kind of zooms across with a big sword or something like that. It scared the life out of me. It wasn't that bad, but it was like a, 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 a black shadowy figure goes zoop behind me. Yeah. So I go oh, and I and so then I look around like is there a ceiling fan moving or is it is there is the stall door swinging? Could the light? You started yeah, investigating. I'm looking around. Okay, is anything moving in here that would cause a shadow? Yeah. Like, are there any moving parts in here beside me washing my hands? Were these fluorescent lights? No, I don't believe so. Just regular light bulbs. You know, okay. it's, it's kind of an old school restaurant. Uh huh. So, but not, yeah, but not flickering. Not nothing. Nothing like there was. It was completely uh, still in there, and I and I still heard the vacuum cleaner going on. And I actually, I was like, I out loud went, "What the fuck was that? <laughs> what was that?" <laughs> but not that loud. It was kind of under my breath. I don't want the guy outside to hear me. Although I don't even know if he would have been able to over the vacuum yeah. cleaner. But I was like, what the fuck was that? So I washed my hands. And again, I don't think scary ghosts. I don't I don't leap immediately to there's a ghost in this bathroom. Right. I just felt like there was some fucking weird shit just happening. Yeah, and, and if there was, the... he was embarrassed. He was trying to get out of there without you seeing him. <laughs> yeah, but the door... He, <laughs> this was, guy just can't retake his shit. There was no way he would have made damn. it to the door because the door was right by me. It's not that big of a bathroom. It's not a big cavernous, you know, subway station of a bathroom. So at any rate... I, I, what's the layout? Let's. What's the layout of the bathroom? You walk in the door. You walk in. There's sinks to your right. Uh -huh. I think urinal to either to your immediate left or or just past the sink on the right, and then a stall just past it, I believe. So it's kind of a big rectangle. There's no like corridors or angles. Yeah. Or anything okay. Like so I I get over it. I'm not like like I'm not flipping out or anything. A hair is not standing up in the back of my head. I just felt like some fucking what the fuck just happened? Was what it was cold? It? Did you get the chill thing? No, but I think you know I, the, the whole I, I got the shivers thing I think is a response you have if a, yeah, yeah. just goosebumps if you, or whatever. If you hear a bear outside your 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 tent, you know, you might get, yeah. you might get, I feel a little chilly too. I don't know. So I walk outside the uh, the uh, the dressing room. What a kind of, Oh my uh, god. I, outside the uh, the bathroom and uh and there's a guy, he's still vacuuming there, and he's already looking at me. He's still like going back and forth. And his eyebrows are like a little bit raised, like kind of like a kind of like a huh? Yeah, he's like, kind of what looking do you at think, me. Sort of this is young Mexican dude. And I and I see him and he's 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 already looking at me, like expecting me when I come out. He's like kind of like with an expectant look on his face, yeah. I'd say. And I point my thumb over my shoulder back at the bathroom <laughs> and I go, uh what uh, what's going on in there? And he goes, he, he looks at me and he turns the vacuum off and he goes, "That bathroom is haunted, Holmes. We don't go in there alone at night." <laughs> <laughs> thanks for thanks for the heads up, man. Uh, but but he was like he was kind of giving me like he, I think he was kind of like looking back. He wanted to see if I was going to see it. Too. Yeah, yeah. When I came out yeah. and did that, he was like, "Oh no, it's fucking haunted. We all yeah. like like we don't go in there alone at night." So I, I go back to the table. I of course, being me who talked too much, tell the story nine million times. Yeah. Um, again, it happened at the end. I've been in that uh, restroom since. No, no phenomena. Uh, about, I don't know, a couple years later, 
I go there for the first time in the daytime with my friends Pauline and John, and we're going to have brunch there. And of course, Pauline has already heard the story because uh, to know me is, is, to, is to have heard all eleven of my stories <laughs> five times. Um, and so she goes, "Tell John the story." And John is this cool, like you know, like very hip, you know, very logical guy. Yeah, like me. Yeah, you. Absolutely, but super handsome. Not quite as hip. Not quite as. Ah, uh, thank you. Um, and way less logical. Okay. So I tell him the story, and he's kind of smiling, like, "Well, that's weird." He goes, "You know, I know the. Uh, I'm friends with the manager here. Like, like let's let's bring him over and see if he knows." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no! Don't do that." <laughs> now, now it's it's brunch. It's busy. It's like a Sunday, and so yeah. it's teeming with people, and there's families and shit. And I'm like, "Don't! I did! Don't! I don't need! We don't need to tell the story. Like, like make me look like a weirdo." And mm-hmm. Also, like it's. You know, he's busy. So he they, he does come by eventually, and John's like, Jeff, tell him your story. And they were, like, all, like, happy to team me up to do that. And <laughs> and so I say to the guys, like, well, I was telling them, like, I'd come here a long time, many, many times, and finally used the bathroom and saw this thing go by me, and I came out, and the, the, the young guy that was working there, like – you know, vacuuming. He, knew. he said, he said, like, and, and while and, and he and said, I, we've never had I, a young guy working here. As I'm saying this, the guy's just looking at me ghost. totally straight faced, the manager guy. And, um, I don't know if he was GM or just the manager that, for that shift or whatever he was, but he looks at, he's, he looked at me kind of like, and, I'm, and, and I said, yeah. And then the guy said, oh, that bathroom's haunted homes. We don't go in there alone at night. And I go, that's the end of the story. And the guy is like, yeah, yeah. And he kind of doesn't say anything. And Pauline or, or John is like, well, like, like what's like so? What's going? Cool? And, and he goes, and he he looks over like over his shoulders. Not like he doesn't want the families next yeah, door to yeah. hear because we're all going to run out screaming. But he, <laughs> he looks over in the same way that I was circumspect about not wanting to tell the story. He goes, "Yeah, we've all seen it." And then Pauline, Pauline and John were like, "Wow!" <laughs> <laughs> so the end. That's the end of my story. Like now, is that a ghost story? Not necessarily, but they've all had this experience in that bathroom. I just Jesus. So if I went there. I would hope, in the same way, I think the guy in vacuuming was hoping I would see it too. Yeah, yeah. So this very, so you're not just a, an idiot. And well, let's go drink and just hang out at the bathroom and oh, watch everyone come uh, out. Also, part of the story that's probably the least believable part of the story is that I was not drunk during the story. You when, weren't? No. When, <laughs> it, when it happened, I'm telling you, this, part of it was not that I was like I was completely shit canned and drunk. Um, so you can you can eliminate that as a factor if there are any factors to include or well, eliminate. What were you doing there at like three in the morning? Then the bars would shut down. Nah, like you'd go, you you, you go to the shortstop or Little Joy, and they would shut down, and you'd stay there. Like you, you knew the bartenders, so they keep you until two thirty, and you, then you, you you'd go fart along and go eat the best blueberry pancakes and cream spinach of your life. Yeah, but then if you're not up at three in the morning, then you're not experiencing fine dining. Exactly. I want to go drunk. Or how, not. What it's are so the good. what are the prices like? It's a totally expensive side, but not crazy. But they have dishes that you haven't heard of, like that, that aren't on menus anymore. Like they have like eggs Blackstone and eggs Sardou. Like we we now we all know eggs Benedict. That's one of the, yeah, eggs, the sure. eggs dishes that, that have survived. But like eggs, <laughs> because egg dishes are just horrible. Eggs Sardou is, is the <laughs> fucking gentleman of eggs dishes, man. It's it's and also I'm vegetarian, so it's great. It's an artichoke bottom with a fresh made to order like they don't they don't have it laying around cream spinach. <laughs> and a poached egg and a hollandaise sauce on top of it, and then they have the. the That's like, just like I'm, 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 the healthy I'm, eggs Benedict, right? Yeah, but, but it's like the, the cream spinach is all like it's just they just take a bunch of spinach, garlic, onions, cream. And yeah, just, it, it, everything is fucking great there, and the butter comes in a silver dish where it's all like it's been scooped out in the little like like scallop shapes, and uh, 
they make homemade apple butter and stuff like that. And oh, it, apple butter is it, great. It, it's off the chain. And it, and if you're a meat eater, it's full on Lowry's prime rib menu. Like, so you can get like a giant like prime rib at 3 a.m. if you really must have one. And it's you know, I feel one. like you have to be like 60 years old to eat prime rib, don't you? Huh? Ah, prime rib. <laughs> just... Before I was vegetarian, I, I really liked a prime rib. Really? Oh, yeah. Ah, it's so fatty. I'm not a, I, don't I like just it. laugh at how many prime rib events I've been to. <laughs> What I've been to what so kind many. Of, what kind of give an example? Like I was in Nebraska. I spent a summer in Nebraska roofing houses. Worst idea ever. Didn't know it was humid. Sweat the whole time. Nebraska's humid. Yeah, Weird. and um, um, we went to this big. It felt like a uh, it felt like a picnic, but it wasn't. It was like they had these tents, and there were these long picnic tables, and and a bunch of people showed up. You paid to get in, and then you just got all these. You get all these courses, and the whole thing was it was all about the prime rib. Everybody just had the prime rib. You didn't get to choose how you had it cooked. It was like, oh, uh, you're paying I, for I learned this as, meal. Because I, I learned because my mom and dad were fancy pants. Is that like when they, you don't see a lot of table side prime rib anymore like you used to when I was a kid. Yeah, Do you get, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Also, I grew up, you know, because I was born in '73. So I remember being in restaurants in the '70s that were fancy, and they used to make a lot of stuff tableside. Like they'd make all your salad dressings tableside, and there was like baked Alaska and cherries. So wait, is prime rib like just that. the just the cow rib? <laughs> it's a prime cut of the rib. I don't know, but if you get the top of it, the salty end is where it's just the, where it's just the, the completely dark yeah. end cut of it, where it's just nothing salt and fat. That's where the, that's where it's. Yeah. At. All right. Here's what I'm gonna I'm gonna read off. Uh, uh, I'm not even going to tell you what the site is. Whatever. These, these, I'm going to debunk these, them. These seem pretty common, them. but these are these are basically the the theories that of what ghosts could be. Right. The, it, just in general, the conspiracy theory. No, no, no. This is just the the, the mythological cause, cause, theory because it, it also includes nothing. But not nothing. science. There's no science in this. No, right? no. This is speculation. Uh, ghosts. Yeah. Th th these are just some theories of what ghosts could be. One is that ghosts are the earthbound souls of the deceased. Sure. And I, okay, I get that. I mean, my, that's like the goes over. That's the one. That's the, that's the <laughs> classic. That's my, the my, tradition. Here's my my, my problem with that is that listen, I believe in ghosts, but I don't. I I don't think we can ever know what they are. Wait, you, know? you believe in ghosts? I do believe in ghosts. Have you seen a ghost? Uh, I'll tell you my ghost story after we go through all these. All right. Um, Seemed like an organic. I, but transition. my problem is that I, I wish I could say that I I looked at a ghost like with the people that said that there there he was he he was dressed like an old fisherman and he was walking up uh, the stairs. I mean, and there's I said, no hey, way. Get out of my daughter's bedroom and he went oh and disappeared. <laughs> that's what I want. I want. Well, that. I mean, that's what everybody wants, right? I, I want to see an old so fisherman bad. have his eyes bug out. I mean, my my problem with this is that like I've I've said this before is it's like you don't you don't see cavemen ghosts. You don't see yeah. We talked about weird this a Native bit. American You don't ghosts. see animal yeah, ghosts. Yeah, maybe there's a statute of limitations on. And on, and the thing haunting. is, if if the ghost doesn't have quote unquote unfinished business, then what the fuck is he doing? Are you just a ghost? Uh, you, well, you know, I mean that answers my question, which would be like, why is it subjective? Like, how come there's not just ghosts okay, everywhere? If you if you believe in a a a heaven and hell, then it's like, oh, you're not neither one. Is that what the unfinished business is? Because people tend to connect, like a purgatory sort I, of. I, I uh, like people like they weren't ready to leave the place. Like, like they didn't know they're dead, and so like they have to be. And I get that. I, I totally get that. But it's still, it, it's still weird to me because it's like, well, 
I don't know because uh, it's that, funny because that, I, I feel like fun. movies are, are the ones that teach you that like oh well I want you to to solve my murder case like before I death. move on <laughs> and ghost. I, I want my father's day cake. Well, he wasn't really a ghost; he was more of a, a zombie. Who uh, in in the creep show Father's Day cake? I've and, never and, seen and, the original. Uh, so creep show. And I, I laugh I laugh at things, but I do believe in ghosts. My my thing is I just don't I don't think that our definition is right, but I believe that there is something about it. Right. What are some other ones? Um <clears throat> let's see. Uh it, it kinda like the echo thing where um things in your surroundings are replayed over and over to live and, and uh, uh kinda like a, a an echo of your life. Like the it's things like a that wrinkle you did, in time or something. Yeah, yeah. The things that you did over and over, like that pattern. Um So what, like you're seeing yourself? No, 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 not not even yourself. It could be like, oh, this lady uh uh That's why the lamps get tipped over a lot. It's just a million it's just times you being drunk. And she she did it so much that her that uh, an imprint was left, and that echo is just something that you can perceive. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Well, that's weird. I never heard that. Um, it's just a, and then one one theory is that it's just a naturally occurring electrical, magnetic, or electromagnetic condition where it's like, um, you know, we 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 definitely do not know much about uh, electromagnetism and 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 where you know y y words like vortex and and portals. Uh, what, what I'm saying is like where where energy uh uh meets itself and then creates a stronger energy. Yeah, I mean, like at that little thing I saw. Or not little, but that thing that that thing I saw swoop behind me in that mirror. If, if I mean, that I, ghost, I, I, I'm, I'm quite happy to say that that was just some sort of electromagnetic, like like sort of like little ripple or something. Yeah, like and the thing is, is that but like if, explain if that to me. Explain that to me because I don't understand it. Uh, first off, though, if, if everyone's story is the same and it's just that it. You know, it could be that, but I, I, I guess what I, I'm saying I never is, I got their stories. They just said they all they all saw it, whatever that was, and I, I told them my story about the thing going behind me, and he goes, "We've all seen it." So the one theory is it's a dead person who's still around, and, and then the second theory is that it's somebody who went to the bathroom so much at that at that restaurant that they left a a, a, a time. Uh, an, an imprint. It, it, it's basically it's comparable to an echo of sound, but it includes your consciousness or your being. Okay, and then and then what is the third one? I just that's that's the one I don't understand. Uh, the third one is that um um just it's just some kind of natural natural occurring electrical magnetic or electromagnetic magnetic so like, condition. So like protons and oh, neutrons like, just. Like here's I mean, a here's a weird that, thing. That like to me, we that that to me is as mystical and hard to understand as a ghost. Yeah, is. I'll, yeah. I'll call that a that's ghost. that's like I don't. Um. Um. Okay. Here's here's a weird thing. Like where our magnetic field of the Earth meets the magnetic field of the Sun, they're sending um um <clears throat> some kind of satellite up there to to check out to investigate this a little more because they think that uh, you know and it's weird to use words like portal or or, or stuff like that. But but. The, the electromagnetic really doing this. This isn't. Yeah, a yeah. They're 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 going to send out uh, satellites to investigate the the you know to to scientifically observe the properties of what happens when when at these points because you have these strong mag you know magnetism is magic. But okay, yeah. but it, it well, is. It's yeah, if weird. you listen to I don't even so know. The, the, it's the, a miracle. The magnetism of the Earth. And the uh, the magnetic field that is created from the Earth, and the magnetic field that is created from the Sun, these are powerful. 
You know, so you're you, talking you, about a literal. But then you have to, you're talking about people that have had apparitions, like figures, like 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 actual physical, like like kind of diaphanous bodies appear before them. Like that's well, like like what if um what if you what if there was just something there that you that that was hard to perceive and your brain made sense of it. Yeah, you know, it connects those dots. And 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 what if that thing was? I mean, because I I think that there are subtle energies that we are unfamiliar with, and I I personally think that that's what. Uh, the, the, are you about part, to fart? Yeah. <laughs> is that, is that, part that, of the, uh, I, I kind of think that's what pyramids and, and big stone structures and circular stone structures are for. Mm -hmm. Like there are energies that we are unaware of that, that are, are, are harnessed through the, uh, the, like the pyramid and like, cause, because where they are, where they are like weird. If, if you look into like ley lines of like energy, because uh, mag magnetic fields come in lines and they, it, it is kind of like longitude and latitude. Is there something where they said like if you take them like like the map of the earth and you take the pyramids of like e Egypt and Teotihuacan and, and Stonehenge or maybe not Stonehenge, but some major structures that were built kind of around the same time, but before people had any ability to communicate with each other or travel to those parts of the world. Uh, and cross, cross those oceans. That, the, that there's a lot of straight lines between yes, those. And triangles. Yes. Is, is that what a ley line? That is? was a yeah, yeah. and that that would, uh, to me, I, I I'm not I'm not a hundred percent on this, but to me, a ley line is um okay. Let's say let's say. But isn't the distance between any two points a straight line? Well, I mean, no, but if you they're triangles. Like but like, perfect, if, like if, if you took a cross section, if you took a cross section of the Earth and connected the dots of where a lot of major structures are, they make geometrical it forms patterns. The face of God. <laughs> they, they like make geometrical patterns. Uh -huh. It draws so, like, a uh, it, cut the it earth a cowboy half. on a flying robotic horse. Put the put the all the wait. You have to cut the it. earth in half to do this. Just a cross section to see where like okay, this pyramid is right here. If you cut the world in half, they'll be on the same like equatorial line and 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 create geometrical patterns. Like it, it, it's just it's just weird. Can we hear your uh, ghost story? Uh, yeah, you, well, there's more of these. I got more. I got two more. I, I think. still don't understand that one. It, it's just it's just weird energies that we aren't know, aren't aware of. You know, like like you, like explain it to me. Like I'm a kindergartner, and uh, it's my first day of kindergarten. All right, um, and I'm nervous about being it's weird in kindergarten. because I was recently on a podcast with uh, Gil, the mutant season, and it was weird for me talking about just talking about aliens like it was nothing. I'm like, I have, I have to remember that he's in seventh grade, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. but you know, I don't think that I should hinder myself from anybody in that way. Oh, uh, we're all getting an amber alert right now. Oh, we are. What's um, the deal? I, I'm not gonna look. I'm what not do you driving, drive, Jeff. Huh? What do you drive? Ghost car. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so like, if you are familiar with the electromagnetic field of the Earth, there there, there was energy. But I'm not at there, all. I'm there, five. there was energy coming from the Earth, and there was so much energy that it. And it. Okay, I like. I'm not going to be good at explaining this, but um, gravity. Gravity is such a weird thing. Gravity is is is. It's easy to explain in reference to the Earth, but then when you realize that everything has its own gravity, even I, I believe even ourselves have gravity, but it, it's just a little uh, the, the law of attraction, you know. Yeah. And and um, but um, there's so much energy coming out of the Earth that there is a field around the Earth of energy uh -huh. that uh, works like a magnet, and a lot of the uh, uh, well, that's probably just all the magnets that we have. <laughs> I mean, we got a lot of them. There's well, like, I, part, there's like ten right part, here. Part of it is because the Earth Earth's core is spinning. 
Yeah, if, if you want to talk we, about, we, we have a molten metallic core, and that yeah. that, that creates a a, a giant uh, magnetic field. Yes, I believe me. I do not understand magnetism, or or for that matter, like electricity. Yeah, I kind of know how a pencil's made. So, like, if you, if you want any scientific <laughs> des- descriptions, did you watch? But because our did core is how it's made, is, I love is, that show. <laughs> when you take when you take molten metal and and spin it real fast, it just it just creates a magnetic field. Okay, and that's why when you talk right. when you talk to anybody who has looked at the the propulsion of uh, UFO propulsion, like if they've uh, tried to deconstruct a, a UFO craft, they, they talk about um, um, weird metals spinning real fast. And uh, it's like the way anti-gravity- their own magnetic yeah, fields? The way anti-gravity works, it, it, they call it anti-gravity, but it's actually- uh, creating its own gravity. So, like, what uh, uh, what they do is they spin metal so fast that they are constantly falling in whatever direction they're aiming their 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 well, sub like, So you're it's, constantly it's, falling through everything. That's why they can move so fast and change directions. So this is like swimming. What's well, like in like in the, in, I, I, I won't get the years right, but the scientists that like for sort of like discovering like electromagnetism. And they, for a long time, people knew like compasses worked because of magnets. They didn't know why. Yeah. They, they didn't know how that worked, but they knew that you could you could fuck with a with, with a compass by putting a magnet near it. So obviously, the Earth had its own magnetism, and you could you could get in its way with 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 another magnet in your hand. And also, they knew that if you took iron filings and you put them on a piece of paper, it would make these crazy little. That's shapes. the best thing in the world. If you haven't done that. Like and you feel like you're a scientist. Get some get some graphite. Or if you want to feel like you're a scientist, get some graphite. They have it at like hobby stores. Um, put a magnet down and just sprinkle graphite on it, and it'll create the, the magnetic toy, field. The guy with the magnetic beard. Remember him? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the, yeah, Wooly yeah. Willy. Wooly Willy. <laughs> if you want to feel like a scientist and a great artist. <laughs> but they found that like if you take a magnetic rod and like and it's sticking vertically up from the table, that it's not just an iron iron filings are going to fall and hit the piece of paper on the table, and they're uh-huh. going to do that. But but obviously. It's a field that goes all the way up the length of that thing, and so like it's magnetic fields are swirling all around us at all times, and and so it's. Uh, but then they, yeah, then they figure out you could make a motor out of that, and and like, yeah. and, and and alternators and whatnots and. Doesn't that, that like free? And, that's like free. They, 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 right? like, why, well, there is a lot of free energy that we could be using, well, but can, I don't you, understand you can it. Take, you can take Niagara Falls and, and, and run half of uh, half of upstate New York on, on on the energy of the water falling. You to, know? If, if like, you have giant magnets sw- swirling around giant coils of metal and stuff. Yeah. If you're into, and you can convince the oil lobbyists it, to back off. I, yeah. No way. Uh, different show, Wade. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get my own show. little message out every uh, once in a while. Two more theories, real quick. Um, one, ghosts are actual beings living in one or more parallel dimensions. Uh, okay, see, that's the only one that I'm like, maybe. Uh, the parallel really? dimensions to me is... is yeah, is, I, I kind of do believe in, in, in parallel dimensions. Like, yeah. Here's the thing. Um, it, it's weird to talk about both, because they're two separate things. Parallel dimensions, and then also extra dimensions that we live in that we cannot perceive. Because um, I keep bringing this up, but if it, it, string theory proposes, the, or M theory, which is like uh, the the popular string theory coming out. Not your daddy's string it's, theory. <laughs> it's, but it, it supposes the that there are theory. eleven dimensions. Now I we can only we can only conceive perceive three. You know, one, two, three, whatever. Yeah. And, and now, what are the other ones? I. It's hard to explain that because I don't get it. I've heard it explained to me numerous times, and uh, it completely goes right through my head and falls into a ditch and lays there dead. Yeah, me too. I, I was looking up but, string but theory. But you shouldn't like... be able to to really 
perceive or understand that. You know what I mean? If the universe were simple enough. No, it was a line. If the human brain were simple enough for us to understand it, we'd be too simple to understand it. You know, so like there's there's heavy shit out there, man. I want to hear. I want to hear. And, and then there's one more. I keep uh, jumping again. Oh, and then the, the last one is that it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's on there. It's something you ate. Well, no, it's just just that like you. you, you uh, Jeff was drunk. Your brain. Your brain connects things. Whatever. Whatever you believe, it like. Here's the thing. Your brain is constantly trying to uh, make yourself comfortable. You know. You um. So. Take your whole belief system. Something weird happens. Your brain's gonna define it for you, and it's gonna it's gonna uh... see. But that's okay. Well, let's hear your <laughs> let's hear your ghost story. My my ghost story is um I was in like sixth grade. We'll say I'm not really sure, and I was like and, uh, your uncle walks in the room. <laughs> when I well when I was in first grade, well no uh, yeah first grade I watched Poltergeist. And is I, that too? That, that, that's that's an actual ghost story. It was and the first. It was the first Your movie we ever watched on our VHS player, and I haven't slept since. Did you know? I could not sleep that night. Did you know that priests yeah. actually believe in exorcism? Like that's one of the things they get taught when they become a priest. They yeah. like, yeah. Isn't that fucking batty? Well, Doesn't that make you want to go? Oh fuck, religion. Well, it, you know or what's weird? You know what's scary? Yeah. I always watch. I try <laughs> to watch exorcism this. videos. They, they, they live in a magical world of groovy shit. <laughs> I try to watch exorcism exorcism videos, and it scares me because I don't want these demons like the. I don't want to hear. I don't want what they say to happen in my room. Meaning that your brain will project that under the yeah. under the walls, because whatever, because they're always in like gibberish or another language yeah, or whatever. And I'm like, because I can't have this playing, so I'll skip through that and then try to hear what they're right, saying. Because you the whole think time. To not hear the Latin you, or whatever. You, your memory will conjure that up, and when you're like half asleep or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because uh, uh, well, no, aren't you saying just whatever that Latin they say, like in 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 Army of Darkness or whatever? Not the, the priest, yeah, not the priest, but the the satanic the gibberish. satanic gibberish. Oh, the person who's. Yeah. Who's possessed? I don't want to hear that shit because and, the fear is what. Well, my thing is like, um, let's say, let's just say that part of that is real, and I can't explain it, and there, there's just some weird thing. What if, what if them, their voice of them saying that will connect uh, uh, that being into that guy, into that moment, <laughs> like like magic words will conjure it up into your bedroom, yeah. like. Like if I'm a ghost and I hear my own voice, I'm gonna be like, "Oh fuck, I'm a narcissist. I, Let's well, go it, check it, out what <laughs> what I'm doing." <laughs> oh shit! I'm well, like I, I was trying. I'm I, gonna haunt this guy now. I turned on a video once, and the video was to to summon a, a, an extra dimensional being into your room, <laughs> and, and it was like before this plays, you know, know that he will only last for a couple hours, and uh, but <laughs> but but. but and so don't be afraid of it. He's the and, beginner level. And then and then and then all of a sudden okay. this weird these weird noises and tones and gibberish started playing. I was like, no, no, shut up. Like it, it, to me, it's like a modern day a, a modern day technically te like a technological version of Bloody Mary. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was yeah, still yeah, like, yeah. no, Bloody no, Mary's no. Did you watch the show? <laughs> Did you watch that? Was it National Geographic? Who made it? Uh, not National Geographic. Travel Channel. Somebody. Uh, the G Ghost Adventures. Uh, the Ghost Bros? Yeah, with Zach Bagans and his, and, his, and his two pals. Wait, are these the guys who are like, bro, bro did you we're going to find yeah. the ghost. Yeah. Yo, I put up two sticks and they fell I, over, dog. I kind of loved that show and I kind of loved watching them because they wanted to see ghosts so bad that they were, <laughs> they, or hear ghosts that they were going to hear ghosts whether they were ghosts or not. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And, and, and I think that's terrific if you and, want Yeah, um, uh, that was the fifth thing more, more so than I mean, nothing. we should applaud their the, enthusiasm. 
I'm applauding their enthusiasm. I'm it not. I'm not applauding. Uh, applauding some of the clothing, or the uh, or the, the the use of the word bro. <laughs> I mean, that, you would you not want to hang that, out with those, those guys, guys. Have a device. That's, actually, that, Dan Harmon uh, has like it's like Twitter friends with Zach Bacon's, and they uh, they always shoot each other little emails, and we threaten to hang out once in a while because Dan and I watched every bloody episode of Ghost Adventures. Today. Yeah, it was they, kind of. They my have a. Thing I, I believe it's the same show. They have a device that. Um, apparitions or ghosts can like put words into the translator yes yeah and and oh, and to me i'm like yeah. if no, it, whether you've been the part worked on television shows or not you have to believe that there's a producer behind that i uh, the one, I mean, the one specific to the words you know what i mean because yeah. and, and the thing is there is a an evolution of these of the devices used in ghost shows you know yeah, like yeah, one yeah. of them is like oh if it gets to the red dot that's something yeah yeah Oh, if uh, the, this ghost just said like murder. A, my favorite part was there in old buildings. <laughs> there, there, there was an episode of that where uh, the word murder came up. Yeah, murder. <laughs> I, I wish I could quote some more of those. those uh, I also knew, what was the? It, I used to know the technical name and number of that model of the fucking ghost translator. That's <laughs> so funny. Um, wait, okay. So, so but wait, so, so, so what? Poltergeist fucked you up. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, I, it was just. Okay, so you were in first grade and you watched Poltergeist. And... Who let you watch Poltergeist in first grade? I know. I mean, my, I had a babysitter that showed me Halloween, and I, I'm, I'm looking over my shoulder still from Mike Myers, man. Well, we had weird uh, situations where we like would watch Michael. pornos with other families. I mean, Freddy was my thing because he gets you in your sleep. Yeah, that never got me. Really? I didn't like... Uh, I remember Michael, I watched... Michael Myers, uh, he was this magical guy that as soon as you looked away, he was behind you. That was what always got me. I've never seen any of the any of that. For my Mike money, Myers. Halloween is a bummer, and I I, I watched it too young. It gave, I've never seen it gave Shrek. Me, it didn't give me nightmares. I've never I seen dream about uh, it. I Wayne's World. I couldn't go to bed because he was in my room. And then when I turned eighteen, or maybe seventeen, I was in college, and my friends. I think I was actually eighteen, and my friend Chris Latham said, "We're all going to get to my place, and we're all going to watch uh, scary movies." I'm like, "Fine," because like Friday the Thirteenth didn't bother me, and Nightmare on Elm Street didn't bother me. Um, he goes, we're watching Halloween. I'm like, ah. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm, I'm 18. I'm a, I'm a grown-ass man. I go to I got a, got a car. I'm going to college. I'm going to watch this. And again, two more years of like diving into bed when I turn the lights out and oh. stuff like that. If, if, you are, if, you, if you have not seen Poltergeist and you are into scary movies, I believe it is the ultimate. I have seen it. It has every, it has every possible thing oh, you can think Poltergeist. of. Oh, Poltergeist. Yeah. I it kept has, thinking about uh, The Exorcist. It has, it has uh, a clown. A clown Coach, that goes it? under the bed. Isn't it Coach the only living window. Coach is like the only living member of Poltergeist, right? No, there are, there are people, but somebody died either I'm during the sure filming all dead, or right man, after the filming coach. of every single episode. After the first one, the older sister died. You know what? After the second one, the old guy died. That was the that creepy uh, ah, children, the creepy old pr priest guy. Right, yeah, so now, oh, get to your uh, ghost story now. I want to hear this ghost. Okay, story. so my my story is I. I'm in sixth grade, and I'm like, I, I, I really believe in ghosts as a kid. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and I used to, I used to sleep in bed. I used to stay awake and stare into my closet and make shapes out of all the shadows. I, to me, this is where all my anxiety comes from. I, and I would just, I would find faces, and they were so perfect that I'm like, oh, yeah. this, I could not have made this up. And so I used to just sleep with a blanket over my head with just my mouth hanging out. <laughs> By your mouth. So that so I could, so I could for breathe. Help? I could breathe better. Oh, like yeah. yeah. But um, but so it sounds like you were neurotic I like, before. I have had enough, and I've had enough of this, and I'm gonna trick this ghost into into revealing himself to me. And so I'm just gonna trick him. I go into the closet <laughs> and I stare at his face, and I'm like, I'm gonna pretend like I know where the fuck he is, and I'm looking right at him, and I just start. 
I start cussing out this ghost like, fuck you. Get out of my fucking room. You're a piece of shit. I know you're there. I'm not stupid. And I just was going off for a long time. And then all of a sudden I got really scared. And, and then uh, your brother and the then bed. I took off running. The, your brother in the bed next 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 door woke up. <laughs> well, that was the other thing. My brother, I had an older brother, so he always, you know, a tough guy, watched all the scary movies, and I just sat there and like, yeah, that was cool. Well, I can't sleep. Okay, sorry. So and, nothing happened. You took off running. So I take off running, and honestly, I was like at least four feet away from my light switch, and I was running to shut it off on the way out. I was really, my hand was four feet Wait, away. Wait, the lights are on? Yeah, I, I, hey, was he crazy? You don't confront a ghost in the dark. <laughs> I and don't. If you really want to confront a ghost, because when you turn the lights on, sixth grade. when you turn the lights on, they're not I, there anymore. I'm afraid of ghosts. I think there's a ghost in my room. What I'm going to do is I'm going to turn the lights off. Go Listen, in the, go in the closet. Listen, I've got a non-ghost start story. Start talking shit. I've got a non-ghost story that's that's very much like this. There was a witch what head. Hang on, hang on. No, no, no. The, but just real quick, there was a witch head on the bed next to me. And I was like, it's a fucking witch head. Uh, fuck, what am I going to do? And then I just got up and punched it, and it was a pile of clothes. I didn't turn the lights on. So you're a but pussy, But I, I was gearing up. <laughs> yeah, right. he, 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 I was he, in the closet, He'd been though. living with this fear and anxiety for a long, long time, and it's come to a crisis, and now he's confronted it. Then you realize you've gone too far, you got scared, and you start running. And I took off running. My, yep. hand, my hand was at least, I would say, three to four feet away from the switch and the switch shut off and I froze. Now my, my old switch was one of those ones that was like a clicker, you know, like half the time going out of the room, you'd click it and it would stay on cause you didn't click it hard enough or you didn't do it right. You know what do you mean? What is that? Well, like, you know, like a, a, like a lot a of the ones are like soft, like, like my light switch oh, right here is you, soft. You mean it actually made a click. When it made you a click. Around. Oh, noise. like there's a point of no return yeah, with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so, got like that weird joint. And a lot of times I would, you know, on the way out, I remember specifically missing the switch, you know, like running out, hitting it, and it just like, dip, you know, oh, you didn't do it hard enough, the light's still on, you have to go back in and shut it off. Uh -huh. Sure. And I was three was to four. The, was the switch physically down after it, or was it not? It was physically down. Couldn't have been a fuse br broken or yeah, something no, like that? Yeah, no, no. Wow, that's a good ghost. And, 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 oh, and, but the, the and thing then what with, happened? I mean, that was it. That, that, like, so it isn't a ghost story, but I cannot explain it. And in my head, I, now at this point, it could e be even, a though dream. I, even though I would say that I, I would tell, you know, at that point in my life, I would tell everyone, I do not believe in ghosts, you know, even though I kind of did. But for me, I, I, I had to scientifically, I had to rationally explain this to myself and I couldn't. And I'm like, maybe, maybe static electricity, maybe, you know? Yeah. Maybe, maybe the power of suggestion. Maybe I don't know. Like, because I kind of think that like t telekinesis yeah, to me. A, you say it's a clicker one. Was it definitely all the way on? Yeah. So like you I, got out of bed and you turned the light on. Yeah. Right. And then you went to the closet and you're like, "Fuck you, ghost." Yeah. Right. And then why did you run? Because I just all of a sudden I just had this moment of feeling scared. I'm like, "This was a bad idea. I should not be doing this." Let's go. Okay. And so you run back, <laughs> and then the light switch turned off, and then. And then you, the ghost and, let you and, off the hook, and, and you froze there, and then what creeped up the door, or what? And there was no, there was nothing. I just I froze there, and I waited for a second. I was like, "Oh my god, this like the light switches off. The light is off." And then back to bed, and then I ran out the door, uh, to to where to where my family was in the living room watching television. So this is and like I didn't tell them nothing. What did I do? I was I was scared for my life, and I sat down and started watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> you see, now the, the the story that. The story that I told a while back on Harmontown about the, the apartment that I used to live in that now Rob Schraub has lived in for years. Um, 
I wish my I should really get my roommate Paul, and I want to hear because this is a long time ago now, and t- t- you tell a story long enough, and the pebble gets a little polished, you know, yeah, yeah, in, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah, the yeah, stream, yeah. Um, and like also, I might have been two feet away, yeah, but, but in it, my head it's three to four. But also, like, like, like this, the events occurred in that apartment that as you tell the story, it's it's impossible not to kind of mythologize them a little bit. But mm-hmm. I really do try to tell that story exactly as it happened, yeah, because it, for me, it doesn't need a lot of help. Well, it was a lot of like the pictures were falling off the walls every time he left, right? We we do I need should I tell it again? Or not? Yeah, tell I'd it. Say, I, yeah. You know, there's there's got to be people I'll, I'll, who I, mean, I would who, say I'll try to make it faster than the last time because people are like two hundred. There's, like, there's like two hundred <laughs> episodes of Harmontown, right? I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. Los Feliz. On my, my my roommate Paul and I moved into uh, an apartment on Los Feliz, and uh, it was a great old apartment. That, that we were the third tenants to move into it. The first tenant was an old LAPD homicide detective. Definitely a detective, but I think he was homicide. And his phone was still there with numbers to the police department back in the old days when phone numbers were four, cool. four digits and shit. And, uh, what? And uh, then That's the next awesome. tenant was this uh, husband and wife and the woman, Helene, still lived in the building. Her husband had passed away in the hospital, not not in the apartment. Um, they had lived there for, I think, 35 years. They slept in different bedrooms. I got his bedroom. Paul got her bedroom. Uh, Rob's bedroom currently is... Is what was my bedroom, the guy's, the old man's bedroom, and Rob's, uh, and the woman's is now Rob's office. So we moved in there. We were just moving in. It happened for the to- ten of you who have been to to Rob's place. Yeah, the <laughs> office is the one on the left. Yeah, exactly. His bedroom is at the end. Yeah, but like so I'm just saying, like 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 these. I'll get to that. Um, it was Halloween. We moved in. That didn't, of course, mean anything to us. Um, but it was warm out because it tends to. It can be often be quite warm in LA during during Halloween. Um, and Jesus, this is the short version. Yeah, <laughs> There's, but these are these, these are details that I think are important. So we moved in, and we were generally either there. One of us was usually there at the same time as the different hours we kept. Once in a while, we would leave, and we got a brand new clock, a big ugly IKEA clock, this big church. Because you guys are both like dickhead actors, right? He, he, like I was a dickhead actor. He was a dick. I was a dickhead out of work actor. He was a dickhead animator. Okay, not a lot of work in between the no, two. No, he was working at Warner Brothers and making and doing quite well. What's uh, his name? I don't want to give his full name. His name is Paul. Why not? Huh? You've for... given like a lot of people's full names. Okay, I'll call him. <laughs> you don't have to Flannery. call him anything. I was yeah, just yeah, curious. So uh, uh, he did Flintstones. I, yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I'll get. I'll get. I'll. I'll. I'll bring him on the show. I'm, I can't imagine my version is too different than his. Um, and he was the Irish Catholic one who was a little bit more scaredy pants, I thought, than I was because I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. So he was kind of like, when things started happening, he was in- instantly bummed out. <laughs> um, so we bought this big, he bought this big, ugly, like, train station clock from Ikea. Brand new batteries on the wall. Every time we would leave, we'd come back, clock would be stopped. But if one of us were there for more than, like, you know, like a day and a half, always run. As soon as we went to the fucking market and came back, clock got close stopped. That didn't really. We just thought like, that's what the fuck's up. We just bought this <laughs> right. clock, or he, yeah. like, he was all mad about this clock that he just bought. It's like when you did you know when you turn Spotify down enough, it doesn't play the commercials. Like if it's a commercial and you turn it down a little bit, it'll stop playing the commercial until you turn it back up. Sinister. Oh, that's bullshit, that. man. So then we started noticing that pictures that we had put on the wall. I had a picture of like my my preschool class. And he had a picture, I think, some family members or friends or whatever. And we would come back to the apartment, and the pictures would be on the off the wall on the opposite side of the hall. And if they were in glass, like a couple were broken. Mm-hmm. So they weren't just they didn't just fall off and tip over. They were across the hall, you know, a good four four and a half feet. Um, and they looked like they had been kind of chucked over there uh, for, to sustain the damage. And so a couple other things I think were knocked down in the kitchen, like some vases and stuff. Um, so we kept looking around. There's only one way into the place. 
and there was no signs of breaking in. And we we asked Helene, like, does anyone else have this key beside you? She said, I don't even have the key anymore. You have my key. And the owner, who's this old Irish guy, like, he's got the other key. We thought, okay, someone's just coming in here and fucking with us. Then there was a bunch of like stuff like this. There was some weird matter in the bathtub, but it, but it didn't look what? like a, it didn't look like the bathtub had backed up. It, did, it didn't like if your bathtub backs up and leaves a bunch of shit in your bathtub. Yeah, would, coffee grounds and yeah, it would kind of come down in rings. I would yeah. think, but it wasn't out of the shower. It was just kind of weird. It looked like almost like chewed up apple, but there was it was really homogenous and it was just kind of all over the place. And we and the that happened fuck? that happened once. And we, but it, it didn't look like we couldn't explain like the pattern it made because it didn't look like it just backed up. We're like, do we call a plumber? But what the fuck is this? So, um, no, we we are not we're not connecting ghostly dots yet. We're yeah, not, yeah. Do you not call a plumber in that? Well, we I, we talked to, we talked to the landlord and he said there's nothing wrong. Yeah, you're with like, what is this? That I don't I don't recall what we did about the bathtub. I just remember okay. like, this is the first couple days that we're there. Um, then I, I go in the hallway closet and I see a little opening for like an attic crawl space. And so I go up in there and I look up in there and it's, it's dark up there, but it's daytime. So why did you go in there? Go on. That's fucking crazy. Coming through vents. Like there's a couple little air vents and it's warm outside and it's quite warm up there because the heat would rise. So it's, it's warm up there. And I see this really cool, Paul smoked. So there's this really cool vintage ashtray, like a standing ashtray. I go, oh, look at this. I'm passing it. He's like, oh, brilliant. And then, uh, <laughs> is he British? <laughs> <Yeah>, Irish. <laughs> oh, okay. And, uh, Paul Haggis, you're talking Paul, about. Paul Harry Harry. And uh <laughs> and Paul McAvoy is his name. Uh so I'm handing stuff down. Goes, oh, there's a fucking like it's we're not far off from Christmas. There's a bunch of old crazy Christmas decorations. Yes. Like, like, we're like, should we be up here? Like, this is her <laughs> shit. And he's like, Oh, we'll go ask her. And uh and so we're, we're up there looking around. I then, never celebrated and Christmas. Then, okay, now look, this is where <laughs> this is where it sounds like where it gets into the malarkey part of it. All of a sudden I felt really, really unwelcome up there. And I didn't when I first went up there. I mean it was it's a little creepy up there, but right. only because it's like what is there gonna be a black widow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and this Fuck wasn't spiders. this wasn't your thoughts taking over. You're having a blast at this point. I'm looking around going, Oh, it's kind of a weird treasure chest. Check all this shit out. Vintage <laughs> goodies up here. And there's a little bit of light coming through, like slats in the ventilation, sh um, like shafts, like on the side of the building. So it's enough, um, the kind of little bits of light where you can kind of see around. But it's pretty dark. And all of a sudden, I really do feel a chill. Like, like a chill comes over me. Yeah. And I get the feeling of, I get out of this fucking place. Like, I'm only up, up there up to my chest, like on a ladder. And I'm up there, and I'm like, I, I, I kind of started re leaning in farther to get to get further in. To get, get more like, good Christmas and all, goodies. And all of a sudden, I just kind of felt like, like bad vibes. And I got kind of chilly feeling, and I actually felt the physical sensation of being a little cold. But then I think that's not necessarily a ghost. But I come down, and I have a feeling like, ooh, and I don't say anything. I come down to uh, and see Paul there. Oh, and also, hilariously, when we first moved in, in, in Los Feliz, they cannot give away the 666 prefix here because we're the 665, 664 for yeah. the prefix for your telephone. Yeah. Um, they, they keep trying to give people 666s because nobody wants them. All right. Unless you're like in a rock band or you, know, or, or, yeah, or you don't give a shit. I would take it. <clears throat> But he was like, he's like, no, he's like, my 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 mother and father will never call me like like they're two Irish Catholic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, That's just bad 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 oh business. Oh my god! I'll never hear from my family again. <laughs> you're not getting Granny and Grandpa to hit six 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 on anything. So. Uh, but that's that was like a joke from early on in the thing, and also oh, we made jokes about that because it was Halloween and the six six six. So that was that. So I come back down. I don't say anything to him, and I, I don't tip that, um, that that boogans happened up there. So I come back down, and I go, I go, you want to go take a look around? And he goes up there, and he's up there for about three, four seconds, I think. And he comes around, and he goes, all right, we never go up there again. <laughs> we never go up there again. I go, I go, I go. Did you get? It? He's like, he's like, I got a 
bad feeling up there. Really? And so we just closed it. We didn't go far. We never went up there. We put, we put all Helene's shit back. We kept the ashtray. So um, time passes. I'm in there one night. I, there were a couple times when I didn't quite feel alone in my bedroom. Like I just kind of felt, I didn't, maybe say like I just moved in there. I didn't quite feel comfortable there. Uh-huh. And also it's right along Los Feliz Boulevard. So lots of traffic noise. That or you're just so used to having someone in your, in your bed. Because you're such a fucking <laughs> yeah. ladies' man. Absolutely. I guess I, <laughs> that any time it was I, empty, I you're like... It was just glaringly absent. <laughs> there had to be a ghost there or somebody. <laughs> Someone was going to get fucked. <laughs> so, um, there were a couple times when I just kind of felt like kind of a... Like, like a little bit of a heebie-jeebie. Like, I just don't, I just don't feel comfortable in here. I don't feel... I, I kind of just had the feeling of not totally feeling alone in my room. Yeah. And, and Paul really kept to himself... And then there was one night I was in there and I was getting undressed. I'm in my boxers and I'm putting like a like shirt away and like in a drawer. And I just feel like there's somebody fucking behind me in the room. And I just uh-huh. turn around and it's carpeted, so it's not like you would hear footsteps or anything. Yeah. But I just turn around and go, All right, fucking stop it. Enough. It was a twenties fisherman. Twenties. <laughs> <laughs> With his hat. Night for the nineteen twenties. <laughs> yeah, from the iodized salt. Yeah. Uh, he just you know, on the waterfront yeah. style. Uh oh, I see, yeah. Uh no, so I, I just really felt like there was somebody fucking behind me in the room, and I felt felt lesser versions at a bunch over like the first few weeks or whatever. And I just turned around and go, all right, fucking stop it. You're dead. You don't live here anymore. Go away. Leave us alone. The end of my ghost story. Right. Until No pictures ever fell. Nothing funky ever and happened. And they were falling yeah. that whole time? I mean, no, it happened a few times. This all happens in a pretty short span of time I was okay. on a call. Again, this is... This is a long time ago now. I mean, this is... Uh, how long has Rob, Rob lived there? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so... Uh, we lived there a year. Everything was fine. It's a great apartment. I could, he moved out. I couldn't afford $950 for that giant two-bedroom. So I had to go move somewhere else in some <laughs> shithole. And so, Rob... I made sure that one of my friends lived there because I loved that place so much. So, yeah. So, Shrab, yeah. Shrab it's a great spot. In. One night... Wait, do we now know what Rob pays? It's rent controlled, right? Does he only I mean, pay nine fifty for that? Does he only pay nine fifty for that? No, no, it, it would have gone up. What an asshole! But, but again, I was a third tenant, and the building was built in I think nineteen fifty-five. We were the third people to live there. It was very, very cheap. Fuck! And I the don't guy that charged too much. I mean, although the old guy that, that owned it, he, he's he's long since passed away. So maybe he's got some you know younger shark of a land, landlord working the building now. But at any rate, short version, uh, you're. I, I lived there for a year. Rob moves in there. He puts all of his crazy art up all over the walls because he's got like you know crazy pictures of Ming the Merciless and all kinds of yeah. crazy stuff. And we're out at the Burgundy Room having drinks one night. What's the Burgundy Room? The Burgundy Room is a is a bar in Hollywood on Coenga. Like it's, little, it exists now. Yeah. Oh, all right. Rock and roll dive bar. And I uh, used to go there all the time. And so I'm in there, and Schraub goes up and orders a screwdriver, I believe, and he just just burns it down, just just completely gulps it down. <laughs> And he goes, can I get another one for the bar? What a hilarious drink. Did he have a cold? Well, I didn't know what was going on, but I'd never seen Rob. He's going like, boom. And then he ordered one. I think he had two, then three. So he, he just murders him down. And I, I'm like, you okay, man? And he didn't look like... Yeah, he, which like nobody does. He looked he looked, he looked, looked agitated. And I thought maybe he had, like, he might have been dating somebody at the time. Maybe he was just bummed out about this girl or whatever. He just didn't look... Odds are he wasn't dating anybody. <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh, this is this is great yeah. for people who know Rob. <laughs> uh, but I, I didn't know what was bothering him. But he looked like something was really bothering him. And I and so we sit down at a table there, and I go like uh, at the time the only table there, and I said like, what, "Is everything good?" And he's like, "No, nah, man. It's like uh, I just don't want to go home sober tonight." <laughs> and I'm like. 
why? He's like, I don't know. It's stupid. I was like, wow. <laughs> such a good effect. I know. And he's like, he's like, I just, and he, he looked like, he looked really agitated, like really like unhappy or bothered by something. And I was like, what is it? He goes, uh, I don't know, man. He's like the, the, the Lowry place where you used to live, right? Where I live. And I was like, Anything like weird ever happen in there? I'm like, and this is so long. I like, I, I, I didn't go around telling ghost stories about this place to my right. friends. I'd never mentioned that to him yeah. ever, um, or any of our friends that I remember. I don't, I, I don't, I really don't think I did. And he's like, yeah, it's like, I go, what do you mean weird? I didn't know what he's talking about. And he goes, like, uh, like, like a ghost. Oh and I went, God. oh, yeah, that place is fucking haunted. Oh. And Rob goes, welcome. oh, God, no, don't say that. Don't say that. And he got really bummed oh. out. And he, I, think, I thought he was almost going to start crying. He was really bummed out. I go, what the fuck happened? And he said, have Rob tell you the story. But as I recall it, he's laying in bed and he wakes up and he looks at his clock. And it's, it's like a little after 4 a.m., I think he said, or 6 a.m., whatever. It's like, like very late at night. And he's like, but I'm laying on my stomach, and I never lay on my stomach. But I look over because I feel I hear the door open in my bedroom, or I hear a noise outside my door or something. And I look up, and I'm on my bed, facing away from the door, um, looking at this clock. And I'm like, did Dan or Jeff stay the night here? Because sometimes we would just crash there and watch old movies, and we, like we would just let ourselves sure. out in the middle of the night. Yeah, it still happens actually, and we're all ninety. Uh, <laughs> and and he's like, no, like nobody came by last night, and like. And then he hears what he feels like footsteps coming across the carpet, like the weight of like the like the footsteps coming across this kind of heavy carpet. Mm -hmm. And like, are you were you sure that you're awake? He's like, I'm pretty sure I was awake. Yeah. He's like, but it was weird that I was I was sleeping on my stomach because I don't do that. Uh, but I go, but you think you're awake? He goes, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And then I feel somebody get on the bed, and then he feels the weight of someone get on top of him, and then a man's voice in his ear says, "What are you doing in my room?" And he said he jumps up out of his bed. Like in kind of like a like like in a defensive posture, <sighs> picked up and no, so stressful, and, and nobody's there. Right. So we went to his, his place that night. I told him about how my I did my freak out exorcism, where yeah. I told the guy to fuck yeah. off. You just gotta be you just gotta be honest with yeah. them. Uh, you just gotta, you just gotta say, hey, you hit the nail on the head. And you, take you, it down you, the road, Jack. Get, get out of here, man. <laughs> Ghosts are very non-confrontational. We're sorry, you don't need to sleep anymore. You're dead. Um, <laughs> and I don't remember if Rob had any, had any other experiences than that. But we went to the place that night, and we we went into his room, and I, we, I stood where we st where I stood like you know a year and more before, and we did the you, you, you don't live here anymore thing, and then. That was that. <laughs> did how much of an idiot did you feel when you were like, "Hey, buddy"? Not not the first time, the second time. Yeah. Um, it was it was arbitrary. However, I remember being in that room and feeling like there was like somebody about to put their fucking hand on my shoulder. Like yeah. it was, like, and so I did it more out of like, hey, "Stop it, fucking stop it!" <laughs> like, like you would if somebody kept flicking you in the ear. Like you would just say, "Hey, fucking go away!" Right, right, right. Like right. here's my thing about, and I love. I've, I've I've heard these stories before, and I love them. And the reason why I love yeah, them is great. the reason why I love them is because of this. They're totally fictitious. To anybody to anybody listening, take take the weirdest thing and you have you you have experienced in your life, whether it be love. Oh, <laughs> he, looked, he, looked, he, he looked right I, at me. I, when I guess he said what, that. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is and... there are stories that you are too embarrassed to tell. 
I'm not too embarrassed to tell that one because it's insane. And again, I don't think there was a fucking ghost in the house necessarily. I'm just saying. Yeah. But what, what, what I'm saying listen, is, I well, I'm, be... I'm happy you're telling these stories. I'm just saying, for most people, that story that you're telling, they do not tell because it goes against everything that they believe in, or or or, or, like, or airline captains who are too ashamed to talk about UFOs and they yeah. stuff like that. But the thing about this one, in the same way that the guy vacuuming at the Pacific Dining Car had kind of an expectant look, and when I pointed back at the thing and said, "What's going on in there?" There was a little bit of like, yeah, but fucking like I saw it too. Like, yeah, um, it, it's kind of a relief. So when Rob said that, I was like, oh, good. Like, I'm, I'm <laughs> yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and now look, see, that's that's what sucks. I can, I can, I can sort of. There's, I mean, you guys know about sleep paralysis, right? Yeah, you. Like, it's a, sleep paralysis. It's a transition yeah. where you're either going into oh, sleep yes, yes, or yes. coming out of it, and well, you can't run in your dreams and stuff like that. No, no, no. You you can wake up during this period that's either just before REM sleep or just after. But you, and you, you're and still you, paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Your, your, body, your body is still your shut mind, down. Your body administers some sort of drug. But your brain yeah. is still alive. And so people will wake up during that period and they can't move. And it's a very common symptom that there's like a hallucination. Like a lot of people say there's just like a dark man standing at the edge of your bed. That's what a lot of people think alien abductions are. Is that there's yeah. a very yes. common Because thing there's that... also like a light spider that people talk about uh-huh. during this process. That I could say absolutely. Like the, 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 the commonality of everybody having the dream of the gray at the foot of the bed. Right. Like I can see that being very scientifically now, see, explained. Me too. Like In the same way that like, well, what used to be the gray, if you take away the gray alien and put in like weird demons and stuff, that story has been told a long time. Right. Know? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's like, uh, Rob's, I can sort of, because audio hallucinations are a thing too. So if he just woke up, like he could very well have been in one of these periods well, where yeah, absolutely, and 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 but the fact that I think and we, we'd have to get Rob. Uh, I'm, I'll, I'll call him right after this. I actually do want to remember exactly what the details were because I don't remember if that was an isolated thing or if he had felt that there was other little like discomfort going on in the in the, in the place. Well, he must have then. felt it before. So, he wouldn't so, have like asked have you, you about have it, right? you weighed have you uh, had any of those experiences like where the sleep closest, paralysis? No, no, no. I. The closest thing I've ever come to to any ghost story is that witch one, where I punched her in the fucking that's face. Just, that's just you recognizing the face <laughs> in a pair of business. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, there's a tree on my street. That's a, like a, it's been like it's a weird deformed thing that was must have been so ugly they just cut it in half, but they didn't take the whole stump out. Yeah, it looks just <laughs> like a dude looking from behind another tree. What? It's this big weird knot on it. <laughs> oh I, man, I, you gotta I, you gotta take a picture. And of I that. know it's there, but like if, if if from just slightly peripheral, you gotta vision, gram that shit. Like, Jesus Christ! Like stop! Like yeah, just, gram it. It looks like a big guy just leaning over from behind a tree, but also. Like I, I saw a shoelace by my car the other day and almost jumped twenty feet because I was certain there was a snake. It was just like a big sh- bootlace. But that's what we're programmed. That's why you get these hallucinations because your body, when you because we're primal and when you I, wake I, up, it's saying, "Hang on, it's saying like you should be afraid right now because there could be something out there." Right. Like back when we were cavemen or whatever, and if you woke up during that period, it was probably because something woke you up. And if not, it's giving you this thing and going like, "Be very afraid right yeah, now." But none of these Time to were, fight. None of these things were surrounded by sleep for me. <sighs> I've only had that experience once in my life, where like I woke up, I was experiencing sleep paralysis. From what I understand, it is, and I and I, I what I felt was that I was about to be abducted. And yeah, I think about that a lot. Yeah, I talk about that a lot. Whatever. 
but like I was laying in bed and I was like, oh my god, I'm getting inducted. And I'm and, and my my whole thing at that time my was my dreams like, are coming true. Just think, just think positive thoughts. Just think, I I want to I want the information of the world. I want like just I was just thinking positive, and, and I was like, and then it just went away, and I was like, that was weird because um, it felt very real. It felt like I was about. I I felt danger, but it was one hundred percent in your head, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I'll listen to ghost stories, and it, even though I'm kind of like I, I I logically I do not believe in ghosts because they're nothing. Like what would they be like? And and then I'll hear a believe- ghost story. I'll hear about a child who's like uh, communicating for her dead grandfather or something like that. And then I'll go like fuck, and then I'll stay up all night, like just in my bed, like super super afraid. But I've but I've never once like had any experience. I wouldn't believe experience. a ghost story from me under any circumstance. I, and and I don't I don't want anyone listening to this to believe it. I don't need I don't need anyone to. I don't I don't. There's no reason why. Come on, yeah. You're it's you're a like, ghost propaganda. Like a, uh, you're a you're a lobbyist for ghosts. There are there was another time um, that uh, for me I, you you hear people like I used to do a comedy uh, show uh, pretty often at the comedy store in. Um, uh, on Sunset, Holly Shores joint, yeah, M- M- Mitzi Shores uh, joint. Well, and there, there's a very haunted like work room, like a s- storeroom downstairs, and like that where people like the lights go off, shit falls on you, like happens all the time. And there's, there's people that work there, but I'm not going to believe a comedy club's you know like ghost stories were necessarily. You hear them, and there's lots of all spooky. those jokes that died, man. Exactly, all those, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all those careers. <laughs> um, um, all the puss that that Polly slayed. Let's come back to haunt that place. Um, this one's different. <laughs> Boo. So, but where's the puss? But there, but I sometimes sometimes the sources are a little bit more credible. Like I met a guy that was like a security guard at the, which is now gone, the Ambassador Hotel uh, on Wilshire, where Bobby Kennedy was assassinated. You know, and yeah, the Coconut Grove was I've there. I've been there. I've worked on a movie there. Yeah, and I've I've worked there twice on like on on a, on a film thing and a, and a music video thing. And so when I was there, there's a lot of downtime, and so I would just go wander around the hotel because it was like you could just go cruise around it. I chose not to, but go on. Yeah. Well, I, I was. Oh, out, I love that shit. I was out talking to. I would have fucking um, totally done that. I was talking to the uh, security guard. I'm not like, that successful to be there. On location for something. <laughs> yeah, you now, guys are big time Hollywood. Now it's a high school, so you can just, you can go hang out there and just yeah, they fucking terrify, it's a high school. terrify children. All right, sorry. I was talking to the security guard at the front gate, and like I've, it's like I've heard a lot of like crazy ghost stories about this place, and he's like, eh, you know, you hear a lot of stuff. And I go, you never saw anything, and he was like, well, yeah, there's one. Like, like the, from where we sit. Now, this is the tough guy this trying is... to be tough and be like, yeah, there's a, you hear a lot of shit. Well, well I mean, no, are you pigeonholing well, security guards? He, he, looked like, he looked like an old-timer guy that was probably a policeman at some point and now is a security guard at the front gate of a... But I love the fact that, like, he fucking blew it off at first and he's like, well, yeah, I got a story. He too. didn't go, ooh, is there ever? I live, yeah. Sit down, my boy. I'll tell you a tale. Uh, but he, just, he kind of was like, yeah, you know. I, I go, but you never saw any shit? And he goes... There's one from the front gate out here, uh, like you see, because when you're from the front gate, you, the, the hotel was kind of like an L shape. So there's one bank of, of rooms, kind of straight facing you, and then it would come along the side around you. And there was like, and this, so you see a bunch of hotel uh, windows up there. And he said, "There, we leave all the lights off up there, uh, but once in a while a light will be on." And sometimes there's people, there's kids coming around them, they're doing drugs or they're fucking up there, and so you know, we got we have to go out there and chase people out of there all the time. Yeah, they're so good at their security yeah. that. And so there was one time where a light kept going on, and we kept getting up there, and there was nobody fucking there. 
and we couldn't find anybody and it kept happening in the same room and it'd be a light could come on and we'd get up there nobody there and we it was driving us fucking mad and so then we'd have so we started staking a guy out up there like like and and and, and uh uh no and, and then he, i think he also said and we, would, we would see a girl up a woman we would see like a gal up there how how sexy it's just like a silhouette, like like and in my, in my mind, he's With kind of sexy enough to go tits. look. Yeah, say yeah, not so sexy. We're like, ah, uh, who gives a shit? <laughs> 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 um, but like, they would just see somebody up that they thought was a woman, and and also, but there were people that would go up there and squat up there, and you know, and then do drugs and like sure. fuck around. And uh, because wait, this is. At this point, it's totally... A defunct hotel. Okay. It's long yeah. since been defunct. Right. They basically have security just to keep people they're out. They're just using it as a, a filming location. Yeah, and, now, and also yeah. Yeah, to run right. security for for film crews and shit, because they're always shooting something there. But not anymore. Sure. Um, and I forget if he said the woman was in the room, or but he said at some point they started like... like They would just leave a guy up there like before sundown. He would just stay up there. And uh, and he goes, and then we got in there, and like he came running down, and he was all freaked out and shit. And he said he went in there, and like the room went ice cold, and and all the windows were shut. He felt like a big strong breeze, and he's like, uh-huh. he said, he's like, he's like, so we don't go up there anymore. And I go for real, and he's like, yeah, we don't. It's <laughs> like he goes, it's a really spooky old hotel. Yeah. And he goes, but we're like, but once in a while we'll still see her up there, and we just kind of leave it. <laughs> Fuck you. Are you serious? More, I mean, yeah, it's, again, long time ago, but he was just like, I go for real. I go, what floor is it on? And he goes, it's on the fourth floor. He goes, it's that one right there. And uh, and I go, you. I mean, because I think their job is to go up. And you there, went but, in there, and you're like, hey, bitch. So I went up there. <laughs> this ain't your room anymore. So it was. Now I'm front loaded with there was a, there's a ghost up here. I, I, I this is not a, 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 a ghost story. This is me. Wait, being, you actually did go up there? Yeah. So I started wandering around. Sweet. And so I go I go up the stairs. Now you leave the the the, the slight lighting of maybe where the lobby is, and you start going up the hills, and now it's dark. <laughs> and I think there's like a little light. That comes through the the, the stairwell landings uh, because there's there's big um, parking lot lights out there for the uh, the trucks for the shoot and stuff like that or whatever, or just for security. And so there's there's ambient light coming through the rooms and there's no furniture in them and there's no curtains on any of the windows and it was hot as hell in there. And so I'm going up the first floor, second floor, and it's getting gradually darker and I'm kind of. I'm freaking out. I fucking so I, love I, that you did that. I get up on the fourth floor. I'm like, I want to see a ghost. So I get up on the fourth floor or, what, or third or whatever it was. And now I'm I'm kind of in for a penny, in for a pound. Now I'm far enough away from people where it's a long run back if I get scared. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You're going to hurt yourself running yeah, down the stairs. And it's dark, so you can't really make a quick exit anyway. So I get up <laughs> now in the hall because the hall at the end of the hallways, there's light. There is lighting. And the, all the doors are open. And I go into the room that I think was the one that he pointed out, which is mm. kind of hard to tell. Yeah. And I go in there, and it's pretty dark in there. And I just walked in there, and it was it was incredibly spooky. Like it was like you. I didn't feel like you. I mean, then again, walking into an old hotel like that, any room is going to be. I mean, terrible. my place is incredibly spooky. Yeah. After I've heard ghost stories, and I'm like, "There's ghosts here." So then I walk down, and I tried to find the kitchen where Bobby got got killed. Yeah. And I walk and walk, walk around, and now there's 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 some lights in the first part of the kitchen area. And it's a giant hotel kitchen, so it's enormous. I go, okay, this is the place, and, I, and kind of from layout, you go. I, I feel like I've seen news photos of this of this place, and and I. Open up these big double doors, and inside it, impenetrable black light. Like it's, I mean, like the blackness. There's no, there's no light getting in there at all. There's nothing reflective in there. There's no windows. And like, if, like really, I, start, I put my hand and just feel along the wall for a switch, <laughs> yeah. and I couldn't see the hand anymore. So I start tiptoeing, inching in, in, 
Because like there's those pictures where you can still see the blood and the grout of yeah. where Bobby uh, died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I want to find the light and see. And I'm, I'm not like Mr. Macabre, but like I'm not like I love like death and shit. But like it's that. cool. But it's a bit, it's kind of historical and and, and whatever. So like I, yeah. I'm here. I'm at the I'm at the ambassador. I'm gonna go check it out. And I go in there, and now I'm in, I'm completely enveloped in darkness. I cannot see my hands or feet or anything, and I'm feeling along the walls. I'm like, this is so fucking wrong. I <laughs> I just absolutely jogged out of there. Like just like <laughs> you gave up, chickened out, uh, chickened man. out, chickened out. Okay, here's here, here's my thing. Um, I've I've I'm really big into and Wade has t- told me how big I'm into this, but I'm really big into interdimensional beings, and I I, I think that um. I, I don't know what the I don't know what they are, you know. But yeah, wouldn't they have uh, better things to do than to lay on Rob Schraub? Like, the, like, like I've heard people say that 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 claim that they have talked to aliens telepathically and stuff that like an alien what we what we call an alien is not an alien. It's an interdimensional being and they and they and and certain ones are evil in nature and that they can when you try to communicate to someone telepathically, like a dead loved one or something, that they can just jump in and say, yeah, that I'm him, you know, and it's not him. Uh, it's not him or her. I mean, that's like, I I, I, I kind of hate ghosts for all of the reasons that, like, psychics can go like, oh, I'm seeing a... The letter Jeff, M, Jeff, I'm the letter like M, an, that's a popular an, an letter. MRK, the letter an MRK S, yeah, in your life. That stuff's all baloney. <laughs> like, it's total fucking, it's just like, se- seances like or just confidence like, uh, games. Seances shit. and mentalist shit. Like, it's like, it's all just parlor tricks. But, uh, but, uh, I don't know, man. Like, fuck, what was I going to say? Not like my verifiable proof that ghosts are among Yeah, well, it's weird because, like, and anytime you hear somebody say something specific, like, there's no way anybody could have known except for, like except only- for Gary. But the thing is, <laughs> If you can believe for that moment that that Gary is contacting you and that he can uh, that his memory is there, then you also have to maybe suppose the fact that if there is a being there, that they could also just have known what happened or what you know that what it would be was, like. Or... It would be like here's here's the way I think interdimensional ghosts work. It's 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 like do you remember that do you remember that movie where the guy uh, it's a kid and he gets on his um. What is it like a CB radio? A CB? 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 And uh, his dad starts talking to him, but his dad has been like dead. It rings a bell, but I can't think of what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like if 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 ever there's a a good interdimensional sort of explanation to ghosts, it's that like you in a different like timeline lived, you know, and and and. Like, you know, like the timeline where like I don't pick this up and 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 put dust all over your back. <laughs> like uh he's alive and then he like goes over into like some other time timeline. Does any of this make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because well, like I I I I've, I've talked about it at great length and Kumail got very freaked out about like some weird kind of pre- premonitions that I used to have and stuff like that. And uh, and and like I don't know how to explain. I don't think I don't think that it's being psychic. I kind of I always felt like it was being on some sort of wavelength and wavelengths like like yeah. because they move in ways that you can be a little bit like you can you can touch things that have just happened or are about to happen in a yeah. way that and, and but even like when the the one when I woke up on nine eleven screaming and shouting because I, <laughs> I thought the uh, the fucking building was gonna fall on me and it was it was at six oh 
whatever it was. Fuck it was, you, wait. No, no, it was nine. It was nine oh something. It was right when the buildings fell down, and I woke up having this crazy panic attack because seriously, I, yeah. And I, 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 that's a, again, like it's one of those things. I, I just I've never had a panic attack before since woke up. Uh, Shut the fuck up. And uh, and I I'd had a lot of weird like kind of premonitiony kind of things like uh, since I was pretty young, and nothing like important, but just like I just got oh I knew that was gonna happen. Like I had a dream about that last night, uh, stuff like that. Like, so uh, wait, so okay, well, because like sometimes I'll have a dream, crazy where, in like the best fucking way. Sometimes I'll have a dream where like my friend dies or something, and I feel like obligated to call them and go like, "Hey, you're not you dead, died right? in my dream last <laughs> night, so just kind of be careful today." Like, I don't know. I, uh, I is up, it like that? I don't believe no, this, but up, it happened. I was living on. Tom. I would feel guilty if I didn't tell you. Oh, dude, can you imagine if you dream someone died and then they died and you didn't tell them? Yeah, that would be the fucking worst. The same yeah. way, like, oh, uh, what are they gonna do now? They're dead. Oh, they might haunt you. That's why. That's what they come back. You go. You fucking dreamt about it. You well, asshole. I mean, you could just feel like shit for the rest of your life. I woke up one morning at. Uh, at six oh, my clock was always a couple minutes slower, fast, but it was a right a minute or two after, like six oh four, six oh five, whatever at clock in the morning, and I woke up bolt upright in bed like they do in the fucking movies, and I was <laughs> screaming and crying and screaming bloody murder like at the top of my lungs, just like ah, ah, and like crying and bawling, crying, and I'm looking from side to side, and I realize like I'm awake that I'm not in any danger. I, I, yeah. there's, not, there's not a bear in the room. Yeah. I look and I can't stop looking at the walls. I'm looking for the, the ceiling and the walls. Because they're gonna fall on me, uh-huh. and, and I, I, the walls are gonna crush me. They're gonna fall on me, and I'm screaming on them. And I'm aware of the fact that I'm waking up all the neighbors because there was really thin walls there, and uh, and and I'm just howling, and I have no idea what's going on. And I then I realize I'm not in any danger, but people, a lot of people, very very far away. This is this is the thought. This is the the, the, the thought that occurred to me, that. I'm not in any danger, but people on the other side of the world are in incredible danger, and I have to pray. Do you um... wait? What? 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 Is that nine eleven? Yeah. And so then, about so, so it, 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 it took about maybe twenty, almost a half hour for me to calm down, and I finally like got my breath back down and calmed down. I didn't know what the fuck was going on, and the phone rings, and it's Rob Schraub of all people, and he goes, "Hey man, turn on your phone." Uh, they, they, they blew up the White House, and he got like the, the Pentagon exploded, and like. And I didn't, I didn't, I went, what? And I went out and I had a little shitty, um, like tiny TV that was color, but never had color. It was like a basic black and white TV. Why did you have a TV, man? I was broke as shit. I was totally broke. Really? And I had, I had a TV I found on a sidewalk. <laughs> you fucking loser. <laughs> no, no, no. no. 2001, man. No, maybe it was a TV that Paul McAvoy left me. Oh, I, th- I think he gave me a shitty TV. Uh, when, when we when we parted company from uh, so you see the World Trade Center thing yeah I got I got an yeah, easy yeah. So, so, so I'm sitting there and I'm watching it and I'm not going oh man I just totally did that I just, I just dreamed that like or I I just had a panic attack about that uh, also the whole thing happened while I was awake there was no dream memory of that um, but then like I was just sitting there in my underwear with my chin on the floor wa- watching the buildings catch on fire and then fall down yeah I'm just sitting there and then I was like oh like. It's kind of like like that like that was the biggest one, but I've that, I've had that before. I woke up and go, that fucking happened. The thing that I just dreamt has it happened good. since? Because I got a good theory about this. Um, it's happened in little bitty ways, like little things, but they could be easily just like patterns of shit. Like, but there there was you have a, you, you have a lot of empathy for strangers or the world in general. Or... Um, I have a big antenna. If I walk in a room, I go, we have to get out of here because a big terrible thing is going to happen. Like, or or if, if I feel like someone in the room is having a really bad day, I. 
like I, like my antenna. Wait, really? Because I would love to see movies with you. Because I can't go into a movie without thinking somebody's gonna come in and shoot it up. Like at least for a, for like five minutes before the movie starts. But your energy's gonna bleed onto him, though. Yeah, and then he would be like, "Let's get the fuck out of here," and then we would leave. And it would be like I, mean, I, I would walk into places and I would like we used to like, we was doing comedy sports on right now which is another UCB theater. Wait, no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't bleed onto him. Well, he has an antenna. This, this, this energy, I, I energy that I'm talking about, crazy like yeah, like, uh, anxiety. My about. paranoia. Yeah. Well then, no, what's to say you're, you're? Let's just go see a movie, and if we get shot up, uh, I've lost my you, powers. Um, wait, but you... no, wait. I have a really good theory on this. Yeah. Your uh, twin brother that you didn't know about was in New York. And you were doing Tomex and and Zaymot type of uh, like so you energy in feeling twin connection telecon telecon no not at all aliens and no not ghosts I don't not believe <laughs> no I don't believe it at all but like I mean uh, you could be that character from GI Joe for me the weirdest one of all but the, uh, I I had I had a crazy very I mean all my my dreams are very vivid there's there's lots of intrigue and fucking and fighting and monsters and like like lots of James Bond kind of shit <laughs> oh my dreams. god and um. You must have the biggest ego in the world. Oh, you have no idea, sister. <laughs> um, All my dreams of me crying. <laughs> and you're, you're fighting superheroes. No, I'm fucking... I'm, I'm punching out werewolves and shit. <laughs> I wish. That's so awesome. <laughs> um... So I, I woke up... and I, I told this in Harmontown, so fast forward if you've already heard this, people, Harmontown peoples. Um... Same apartment. I woke up one morning and I was like, "What?" You know, like getting out of the shower and like brushing my teeth, whatever. Looked in the mirror, and I remembered this. Like, you know, your dreams. If you remember your dreams, sometimes they just kind of all flood back into yeah, your head. You sure, go, oh, fuck. And sure. Then, yeah. Or you can go like, um, "Coffee cup." Oh shit, the coffee cup. And I was getting. I was, I was, yeah, there's little triggers. Like for me, I'd be fighting it, and you, you would be crying into it. And, uh, <laughs> and then one detail, you pull that string, and all the you, then your whole dream occurs to you again. Yeah. And sometimes you remember dreams in great viv uh, vividity, and sometimes you don't. Uh, well, this one all came back to me at once. I'm like, oh, dude, that was, oh fuck, that happened. That's gonna happen. I, it was one of those things like this is gonna be in the fucking news. And so, my dream was that I was in a lobby of a theater, like a fancy kind of European, like like opera house kind of theater. Oh, is it the Vista? Does it turn out to be no, the no. Vista? This is this is quite a few years ago. Okay. Um, and not in LA. I'm, I'm kind of like the only American there. Everyone's speaking uh, foreign languages, so like it's like kind of like dignitaries and people like all well dressed, and we're all milling around in kind of this lobby area, and then um, these doors open, and we're all led into this kind of more like a like a banquet hall kind of thing. But it's like it's like it's a big opera house, and we get led into this other room. But these giant guys come in, and they are dressed like the cartoon Cossack Russian with the big beard. And the uh, and the kind of the kind of big baggy Free red hat. pants, and yeah, the high, yeah, the high, yeah, yeah, the high boots, yeah. and, and the, uh, the, those guys who do that dance or whatever, yeah, the, whatever the hell, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The Russian, <laughs> the, the, maybe even a mazurka, uh, but they, uh, but they have uh, M16s, and so they're absolutely Russian, but maybe the cartoonish way Russian, but then the gun is modern. If it was old, really cartoon, but this is a dream, right? This is a dream, and they, okay. But they, they they were they were all, all like six feet tall, uh, seven feet tall, giant guys. And they start herding everybody into a room, and everybody starts freaking out. And then there's gunfire from outside, and everyone gets down. I get down under a table, and there's a guy with the big boot and the, and the big red baggy pants there. And as far as I know, at this point, they're bad guys because they're all armed, and they all look like scary cartoon baddies. 
and I'm looking out and I see windows outside and there's people running out and they're all kind of like in paramilitary dark outfits with machine guns and shit and they're like kind of sh- like shooting and like shooting in and these the Russians are shooting out like a snowy landscape are you in no, Russia no it's like it's like you just see silhouettes shooting by outside in the windows okay and I see there's a doorway here like a, a closed door but there's like three windows before that door and I see a guy go past the first window the next one and so he's going towards that door yeah. and I tug on the pant leg of the guy who's I'm, I'm under a table but one of the big Russian guys is there with a machine gun with the AK-47 and I tug on his pants and he looks down at me and I point at that door and he turns his gun on it the door opens a kind of all black paramilitary dude comes in and the Russian goes and just shoots him like three four bullets up the chest the end of the dream and they that was George Washington and you're a big traitor I was the only like American in the thing too like I was like I couldn't talk to anybody was going on but that was the end but I love that I just had this feeling that fucking happens so I'm going to go meet my brother for lunch out and um, he lived in Venice so I take a long drive out there and I get there and uh, he gets in the car and he goes did you hear that fucking thing that happened in Russia today I'm like nope what was it I, I fucking knew it was going to be it and he goes yeah these uh, these Chechen rebels took over this theater and uh, oh my god and they held all these hostages in there but they um, they didn't kill anybody um, it was the government that came in and they gassed them all and all the people died because they used two, the wrong kind of gas and they overgassed everybody and one American died uh, and I was like, I "Fucking knew it." I fucking yeah, knew it. here's yeah. the weird thing. You know um, what? I've um, I've woken up to the radio before too, and you hit snooze. <laughs> I didn't own a radio. Here's the thing. No, oh, you oh, come oh, on. You, you hit snooze. KBCO's like I don't. First of all, didn't hey, have, I didn't have any technology. Jim and the Bean, and we're gonna fucking um, talk if you about connect the, in that moment. Here's story. what you think that you affected say. that guy in that moment. No, no, no. Here's what I think about those because I also when I was younger. Well, whenever the San Francisco earthquake was, um, I had a dream that night. I woke up in the morning, remembered the dream. It was me hanging out with Whoopi Goldberg. Then there was a big fucking, <laughs> a big fire happened. It was nighttime. We're walking on the streets of San Francisco, and a big fire happens. And all this shit falls down. And the next day, like in the morning or afternoon. She was the coach of the Knicks. She was? That's what happened the next day, right? No. You, you a... uh, next day, there was, yeah. There wasn't a like, but also was there, was, the there was an image in the news that was like, I fucking, that's exactly like my fucking thing. Now, but the way I feel about those is. It's Eddie. Remember Eddie? Um, although the, the, the earthquake one, the dream would have happened before it would have happened. I feel like a crackpot in the sense of people's fillings pick up radio waves. And that maybe I am actually in some way picking up a transmission of some sort of a TV project. Yeah, I love Lucy project. did that, right? Yeah, but like maybe in some Lucy, way what's your name? brain is capable of decoding like 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 airwaves or like radio. I, I think it, you're actually hearing a news report. You're actually know that. No, sure. yeah. I mean, that's oh, probably shit. the best explanation. Well, here's of it. the thing, though. The, 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 even, even if that's true, uh, let's say that is true. I, I I believe in more strongly than that the fact that you could connect to somebody else's experience. I feel I do feel that that's p- very possible because I've kind of had like feelings that like since I was a little kid about that and never the joke is that I've never been able to u- use this for any good because my premonitions happen like you know eight eight hours later and, yeah, you, well, and you have no you idea do? until after it happens like oh uh, and how are you uh, gonna stop now a frog farted on a raccoon yeah. did that happen somewhere because that's what I dreamed but. I look. I, I don't. I don't believe in necessarily in psychic ability, but I do think there's a way. I, I do think that people can connect to each other's um, experiences, and I think that there have been times in my life, and when that happened a lot. Do you really? Me, you really think you can connect, kind of in a in a mind wave? I, I think. I think that there's a certain kind of power to empathy that you can that you can there were there were a lot of stories about that. I told. I don't kid, know, like, man. I like my friend Sam Sam Christensen about that that me waking up on 9-11 having that experience 
And he said, a friend of mine had something that happened a lot like that too. And she's the most level-headed person I know, but she woke up in the closet rocking back and forth and, and, and freaking out because she thought she was going to get smashed or something like that too. And he goes, I'll do it. He goes, there's a lot of like, for lack of a better term, psychic disturbance when but bad things But then at the happen. same time, I'll send like a totally innocuous text to my friend and she'll read it as me being a total asshole. You know what I mean? Like, wait, so what? Like, well, like feeling, like feelings, like how, you know, you know why text is the worst thing in the world is because you can't like put any emotion into it. Well, yeah, and you, so the if we're all sort of trapped in their world to if read we're, that. If we're oh, in yeah, tune to that time, that's shit, why, that's why stupid emoticons are fucking alive because you have to be because able to you wink. have to you got yeah. you got to put the little devil yeah, well, horns. Sarcasm there. Sarcasm and satire. I found or, out or, or, a long yeah, time ago yeah. that yeah. wink just meant let's have sex. Really. What? No, I don't think. If I sent you a wink, I wouldn't. It would no, be no, like I know. just but kidding. Like, I think of today. Well, the, the kids of today, the wink is very is just like, hey, you know. Well, the kids wink, of wink. today are doomed. I find I use the smiley face poop more than any emoticon. I find that to be very versatile. <laughs> and they're called emojis now, right? I think if that you have I, an I iPhone. really believe that you can connect to. I I think that uh. This is something that is is observable I by many doubt people. It, man, dude, my dad is a twin. My dad is a twin. And he never, ever, ever has told me about any sort of connection. And wouldn't that be like the 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 sort of like default case of of? I mean, look. Well, chop your dad's arm off and then cut, give give his brother a call. <laughs> oh, I did it. I, I that. did that. I, I will say this though: uh, when I was having a lot of those uh, experiences, I was really poor. I was I was evicted. I had no money. I owed all my friends money. And this was before two thousand eight, when L.A. started fluoridating their water. Go on. Even after <laughs> that, highway to, to um, heaven but, but, money. But like, I, I just felt like there was a time in my life when I felt so. I felt very in the moment because that's all there that was kind of all there was. It was moment to moment existence. I didn't know how I was going to eat for lunch and I stole, you know, $3 of change off of Rob Schraub's coffee table and felt nice. so fucking bad about it. Take that, gave, Rob. And gave it back and, and wrote him a big note and said I'm so sorry I stole money from you. <laughs> and uh, you know, we were all like we were all paying each other's bills and we couldn't afford to pay each other back. Uh -huh. and, and I owed a lot of money to a lot of people and I just really felt like things were going to work out for me and and I didn't want to move, you know, to to my dad's house in Orange County, and you know, and I, it wasn't particularly like I just felt like I needed to keep pressing and keep pressing. But I felt very, very uh, in the zone and in the moment about everything. And I felt like I I kind of felt like there were times when I was so freaked out and so like emotionally exhausted and physically kind of just like on edge that when like in the electric chloride acid test where Ken Kesey feels like he could point to where the lightning's going to strike. I, I felt that in the moment where I felt like I could predict the future. And I knew, and I actually had voices in my head where people, where there was a voice that said, this is going to happen today. Calm down. And I would have literal visions of things that were going to happen and they would happen. Um, and I would tell, and there were times when I told people, I said, it's going to work out. How do you know that? Because I saw it. Why and, are you not in an asylum right now? No, these are great things. But I've I've always felt like well, but, then, but then again um so I talked and again my friend Sam but I then go, what happened I, I don't want to keep that that's a that's not a fun place to be spiritually psychically to spend that much time being that that on edge and I said but I I think I'll miss it if this kind of if this little weird ability or whatever it is goes away because I kind of like it and he goes. It'll probably come and go because, but you, but you don't want to live there all your life because it's, it's a pretty, it's, it's a pretty debilitating. It'll probably yeah. take a lot out of you. What the and, fuck are you guys and, and there, talking there's, about? There's times throughout my life when I've like, like I've always said like I'm such an emotional 
antenna. I mean, not as much as I used to be. I think I think age hardens you a bit, or at least has to mean. And I've learned to compartmentalize these things and keep people at arm's length a lot. But I've always, I felt like I really learned how to do that and got really good at shooing people and kind of keeping certain friendships. That this, you're going to be in this level of distance, and you get to uh-huh. come this close. Well, 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 people, because if I felt like if, if there's only so many people that I can be connected to and root for, because I take on their emotions so hard that if if I'm around a bunch of people that are that are combative, stressed out. Um, dishonest. Uh, uh, well, let me ask freaky. you this: like, like it, it, it completely envelops me. I, mean, I don't think that's just me, but I have I have a very strong no. These are these are common me. things that I've like read about. Uh, <laughs> we we're totally out of time. Do you want to plug yeah. anything? Um, no, not who's lying or anything. Oh yeah, who's lying is on CW. I'm occasionally on that. I think it's Mondays and Fridays right now, and um, I'm the tall guy in a suit. And then Harmontown is always out on by Monday afternoon, usually by Dustin Marshall here. And uh, yeah, I pop up here and there. Thanks for thanks for being here. Yeah, man. thanks for being here. My favorite thing in the world is when somebody can tell a quote unquote vulnerable story, whether it be, you know, something that you know that that no matter what you're going to get laughed at by somebody, well, whether it be some relative or some bully what be, or what it won't be. It won't be. I'll get laughed at. It won't be. I'll get mocked or heckled. What it will be is some virulent shit online about Jeff makes up a lot of shit. Yes. I, I embellish stories all the fucking time, but there's some stories that I think are too good that you really don't have to work that hard on. Yeah. Do these but, stories get rounded up a little bit over time? Absolutely. But I feel like there are, there are certain things that some people will just never tell people because of that awkwardness of, of having to be honest with something that you don't know anything about yeah i don't and not, not now a lot of there are people that don't get to quote-unquote experience that i don't have know, a story in that realm but when it happens if you don't tell anybody then then you might as well die because share to me sharing your your sharing is caring emotions and your thoughts and your and what you think is real and not real like that's that's life and if if you're not willing to share get out yeah, for me, like I, I, I'm not a. I mean, I occasionally will write something. But I'm not a writer, you know. I'm, I act when people hire me to do acting stuff, and um, but for me, my entire life, even since I was a little kid, has has been about the gathering of of anecdotes and stories, and and yeah. So and 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 listening to other people's stories and and retelling them, like that. That to me is my my main fetish. No, so. you have something I'm very je- jealous of, and you're just you're just a very good conversationalist, and. Uh, yeah. And even if your stories are embellished, even if your ghost stories are totally fake, I'm really, it's, I, I, it's, I, I, it's I, fun I'm, to I'm hear. T- I'm telling you guys this. It'd be crazy for me to say that, that anything that I've said is exactly as it happened because time passes course, and, and memory course, fades. Yeah. However, I do, and I really uh, venture to tell that story exactly as it happened to me, or as I recall it. So I'm not trying to make these stories better by punching these up for you or this audience. No, I've heard both of these stories before, and they were uh, to me exactly the same. Good, like, and that was a long and time ago. Yeah, yeah. When I say exactly the same, I mean like the energy of you telling it is the same too. And that's that's the weird thing for me. Maybe you've plateaued though on your on your embellishment, (laughs) and now it's just it's it's reached critical mass of you can't get better than this. Look, um, but okay, wait. Do ghosts exist, Jeff? Um, I think ghost is a broad term for a lot of different uh, reasons why people see, sense, feel things. Don't dodge the question. And I I I think that there are phenomena that we currently don't know much about but i don't think you have to be half asleep or a crazy person to have some sort of interaction with with things that are slightly different planes than what we are oh, comfortable with and so you're I, saying on top yes. of this i'm saying um i'm not 
I don't know. I'm saying I, 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 I don't think you're they, unconvinced. I don't think they don't. I'll say that. I don't think uh, that it's impossible that they do. To, okay. to add to this, uh, one thing that I read that was interesting was um, a lot of um, um, ghosts or, or that weird phenomenon uh, mostly occur at night because during the day you have all of the energy from the sun hitting the earth and that can interfere with things the 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 energy of that can interfere with things and also that like the the reason why it's hard to videotape or f- photograph uh ghosts or whatever they are in that same realm is that like the energy from that also interferes and so like most stuff happens at night because you don't have you don't have the energy that comes from the sun and and it, it opens you up to more uh uh I would say a good portion of the less of, interference. Of people's, my guess would be, if I had to guess, my a good portion of the experiences that people have and call ghostly have a lot to do with part, with things that we don't know about our own brains because our brains yeah. are so uncharted. Then I think there's also a possibility of there could be um, other like other sort of magnetic, you know, like what, yeah, because you you have people knows. that do not believe in ghosts that have ghost stories, and to me that's like okay, well their brain didn't create that because yeah. their brain is. To me, wouldn't be capable of creating a ghost story because they don't believe in it. I just I, there's like zero daytime ghost stories, and I know you're sort of getting into that, but no, dude, people are just creeped out, and then their mind goes, "Fuck." I definitely feel more awake at night. You know, like I'll, I'll, I'll but it's creepy. You can't even go to bed without having a nightlight that's on. That's a good I point. Know. You don't hear a lot of daytime ghosts. I'm sure there must be some. Like, if ghosts were real, there would definitely be a ghost uh, during well, the day. Well, that, that's my thing, too, is that, like, I'm not saying that ghosts are real or they're not, but, like, maybe it has to do with something else besides uh, maybe the daytime I don't, has I don't, an I don't effect think it. it's spirits from that, that, the, the, of the dead that haven't found their their final resting place. That that sounds a little a little too folky. It's so, yeah, it's so on the nose. Like, you know what I do believe in? I believe in miracles. Magnets, you sexy things. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Yeah, uh, nine hundred degrees in this bedroom now. Let's take our shirts off. I know. You, I, you know, I didn't notice you taking your shoes or do your. Do you guys want to get crazy? Have you ever done anything with a man? No, no, never. Like sexually? Yeah. No, I haven't. I mean, really? I, like like comedy kisses and things like. Is that. Is there any sort of uh, anything that would you would? <laughs> Where is this? I going? mean, can we? I don't know. Like, look at your. You could take your socks off, and we could. Uh, <laughs> Get like, into some. If you want to see it, I'll take it out. Thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next time. This is real life sci-fi. Real life sci-fi. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Nighty night, boys and ghouls. <laughs> oh yeah, check out our uh, check out our. Uh, we have a Tumblr account, real life sci-fi, that uh, will have some supporting material for this episode. I don't listen to podcasts, but I am going to start listening to this one. Bullshit. Everybody says that.
Hello, I'm Dave Ross. Hey, and I'm Hampton Young. And we host Suicide Buddies on Starburns Audio. That's right. It's a podcast about suicide, but not to make light of it. We actually talk about suicidal thoughts, depression, kind of with a sense of levity that Dave and I have with each other. He's my best friend. Come on. Yeah, we're buddies. (laughs) Suicide Buddies. That's the title. One of our favorite episodes that we've recorded so far is about this guy, Jan Pataki, who was a Polish aristocrat in the 19th century. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, one of the reasons it's possible that he killed himself <laughs> is that he thought he was a werewolf. Oh. Check out a clip. It also makes me think, like, we were talking about in the Norway uh, black metal episode, how, like, just the culture of your surroundings can affect you. Like, yeah. he's in a castle in Poland. <laughs> He's like, I mean, if you yeah. lived in a castle in Poland and no one knew anything about anything, you might be like, I'm a bat. I'm probably a bat. <laughs> <laughs> That's like literally what happened to Batman. <laughs> he literally is in his mansion. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm a, a bat. bat. I'm a bat. I'm a <laughs> bat. I'm a, I'm I'm a bat. bat that helps people. <laughs> I'm a bat that helps people. I'm a, I'm a I don't know what you want from me. And my, uh, and my girlfriend, she's a cat. She's a cat. My she, girlfriend's she, a cat. She steals things. She's a woman who steals things. She's a cat. I'm a bat. I'm a I bat. Help people. She's a cat. We fight a penguin. My. Uh, my- <laughs> <laughs>